shoot. What do you want? Burger and it ain't nice. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? What a dick. I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, everybody. It's the Roos. Welcome to another episode of Who This Podcast, the only show that helps Mark Random does not discover our location. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, the co-host of Cardiff's fourth most popular show, From the Creep Off and Subreddit Surfing, it's Vinny Paulino. I'm $400 richer. Don't ask me why, Carl. Why are you $400 richer? Because I told Random where your house is. God damn it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you would wrap me in. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and the link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. And you can watch the show unedited live or whenever you want to thereafter. I dropped two bonus shows last week. I think we did four bonus shows last month, if I'm counting that correctly. And I can count to four. I play guitar in a band. (laughs) That's important. (laughs) After four, it gets a little foggy, but four, I I can nail. (laughs) So we are uh, going above and beyond for all of our fine supporters. We do appreciate that. Sign up on Patreon, Supercast, or you become a YouTube member, and the YouTube members also get all the links to the bonus material that we put out. But if you want to listen to the show and put it in your podcast player and get the RSS for that, then you're going to want to go to Supercast or Patreon to listen to the audio-only versions. Now, of course, WATP Live is sold out. We'll be in Detroit in less than two weeks, September 15th. If you have tickets you want to sell, if you want to buy tickets from someone who's selling tickets, my recommendation is to find our Discord server. As I said, there's a link to it on whoarethese.com. And there is a channel in there called WATP Meetup. And I believe that that's a good place to go have conversations with people who are going to Detroit. You can also go in there just to find out what people are doing, when they're getting into town, where they're hanging out. I'll be putting uh, a message in there to let everyone know when we're going to be hanging out Thursday night. We'll have a little uh, meetup, going out to a bar or something Thursday night. And uh, we'll watch a football game, maybe, if it's on. That'll be fun. Depending on whether or not the bar can stream from Amazon. Are they still doing that Amazon Thursday night football thing? I believe they are. Yeah, that's annoying. I remember last year in Detroit, I had to stand outside of a place. Correct. That's why cold. I thought. That's why I thought of that because Vinny was being very antisocial because he had to watch Tua get his fourth concussion of the game. That was his first concussion <laughs> of the year, sir. <laughs> but, you were not in a good mood after that, if I remember right. Holy shit! That was when he went all golem fingers. He's like, <laughs> that looked bad. Oh, that was not great. And then your dad's yeah. like, "How are they doing?" Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> We encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called Welcome to My Vagina. This was a suggestion from someone in the Discord server. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. Not just someone. Who? Alex. Oh, Alex Gangrenously. Yes. He, he puts a lot of good suggestions in there that we always check in on. So this is Welcome to My Vagina, hosted by Jesse Karen and Rebecca Frank. And the description is, Welcome to My Vagina, hosted by Jesse Karen and Rebecca Frank, is about sexuality, gender rights, and sex education. Destroying the taboo of sex and shutting down misogyny via the black hole of the vagina. A laugh-till-you-queef adventure in sex education made on the spot, but probably definitely researched. 
And maybe we should start there with the introduction to the show. Please. Welcome to My Vagina. I'm Jesse Carey. And this is Rebecca Frank. And here we are again having our current historical, hysterical, and infuriating conversation about our lives as vagina-having organisms. All content made up on the spot, but probably researched. Just kidding, fools. It's definitely researched. Now, what you just heard, all of that, is used for every episode. Correct. So that wasn't them just potting up the microphones and going, hey, what's up? We're laughing. We're having fun. No, they use that specifically for every episode. Yeah. And the most charming part was the at the end. Yep. That part I understood. Now, whenever there's a show about vaginas, I'm always thinking, this might get hot. You know, I grab the lube, I grab some towels. I'm like, all right, let's just see where we're going with this. I don't know what kind of angle. <laughs> you were prepared. Take. Yeah, I'm prepared for anything. Jenny gets her, her rain jacket on. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. And so, uh, well, let's just say I didn't need a lot of those supplies for this one. I feel like as an adult, like there's still like a lot of really weird things that happen when I have my yeah. period. So yesterday I pulled my, my period was super, super heavy and I pulled my tampon out and like went to grab a toilet paper to like wrap mm-hmm. it in because you can't flush down the toilet because you'll clog up the drains, people. Like a big glob fell on my leg uh-huh. oh. and I had my hair down okay. and I was holding the no. tampon and I was wearing a dress. Oh, girl. So there I am trying to hold my hair out of the way so it doesn't get in the glob, holding ah! my dress up Stop so it doesn't glob. get in the glob and trying Stop not to drop the tampon no. on the all while trying to reach out for toilet paper. It was such a fucking fiasco. All right, my favorite part about that, it's not that I haven't heard this before, but I was so looking forward to watching producer Chris's face as he heard that clip. I just knew he was not going to be happy with that one. Oh. Thought that'd be a good place to start. Now, that was Rebecca, our friend Jesse, of course, is a one-upper. So if we're going to get into period talk right out of the gate here, I got something for you. Like I got a sneak attack the other day. I don't bleed through that much. I mean, I, I, it happens, obviously. But like the other day, I put my diva cup in and within like I went to I'm, I'm watching dogs. And so what doing the pass off, oh, I no. like sat down for a second <laughs> and it was only an hour and a half into me have putting my diva cup in. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And she's like, what? And I was like, I just bled through my fucking jumper. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that sounds like a bad day right there. But it actually gets worse when you find out this. Yeah. And I rented that fucking jumper. Now I have to send it back. Oh, no. <laughs> it was like a splurge, too. Like, it wasn't like a drip drip, you know, from my diva cup. It was like... <laughs> If you have a splurge of your diva cup, you just bought that jumper. There's no returning it. That's that's not a rental anymore. Yeah, and the sick thing is she's going to try, though. Oh, for sure. Oh, my God. You know, like, <laughs> I find them to be so insufferable. I listened to an episode that was dedicated to one topic, Carl. Um, can I throw you how they opened up the episode that I listened to? Yes, please. That'd be my clip number I, two. I listened to this one too. I could tell just by the names of your clips here. Okay. Today on this release is Tuesday, June 23rd. And what day is that, Jesse? It's the day to vote. It's the day that you should vote. You should please vote. Please vote. Please vote. This is the in New York Democratic primaries. Yes. The most useless of all the things to vote in. The Democratic you got to start your, like, I don't know anything about these women. I'm listening to this show for the first time. I'm waiting for my hot vagina talk. No, nope, you got to wait. <laughs> and I got to vote in the Democratic primaries. Well, there's a reason why. 
So this show ended in 2020. And these episodes we're listening to were in the summer of 2020. We're in the middle of lockdowns and the pandemic. And so they explain, if you're in New York, you got to get out there and vote. And there's a very specific reason why. Uh, More people talking about the extension of our unemployment benefits after July 31st. (laughs) (laughs) Not that these people will actually do that, but whatever. We need that. We need that. We We need need that. It's like all I can think about. uh, Yeah, I'm not going back to work anytime soon. I can't. (laughs) Wow. Shocking. Are these two go-getters don't want to work? They just want unemployment? You don't say. Just uh, splooge it all over other people's <laughs> clothes? Yeah. Refuse to work? Just take it and take it? Never give it back? Jesus. So apparently, these two want to vote for free money for themselves. And that's why it's so important that you get out and vote. So now you understand, Vinny, why that was the thing they led with on that episode. That's equally gross as the other stuff. Correct. I would agree with you on that. Do you want to talk about the exciting thing that happened on TikTok? Did you get to that part? Oh, please. Would you hit mine, though? Because yes, I, okay. of course. Uh, kids these days. Okay. Yeah, it's nuts. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Real quick. Can we talk about the TikTok thing with the kids? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, oh. You see, the kids, they listen to the rap music, which gives them the brain damage. With their hipping and the hopping and the bipping and the bopping. So they don't know what the jails it's all about, you see? So what the fuck is this? What are you talking about, TikTok? I still don't understand what they were talking about. Oh, so I got the reveal. Okay. Because they're going, can you believe what happened on TikTok? I can't believe they were able to organize this and pull this all off. And this is from three years ago now. So I'm going, I don't remember what this is. So please explain this to me, ladies. That was insane. That was so fucking smart and clever and like the best type of like protesting that I've seen. It's like the biggest troll on Donald Trump. I so good. I can't. It it's gonna bring me joy, I think, probably for the rest of my life. And what's so great is that we're having a lot of younger people run for, you know, Congress, state senate, you know, Mm -hmm. all these different local offices also, and they all know how to use the internet. Yeah. I just feel like this is going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That honestly showed how powerful social media can be used the right way. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So that's it. (laughs) That was the reveal. I'm like, what? What happened? What are you talking about? I still don't understand. I will tell you because I had to look this up. Because I'm like, Jesus, I got blue balls from this. They're so excited (laughs) about this thing that happened. They're going to be... Smiling about it for the rest of their lives. This thing that happened where they trolled Trump. So I'm like, okay, what was this thing that happened? It turns out that a bunch of people on social media, these young people who know how to use the internet, what they did is they went and reserved tickets for a rally in Tulsa that they were never planning on attending. And because of that, according to TikTok, there was only 6,200 people who showed up for a Trump rally at a thing in the middle of the pandemic at an arena. 6,200 people showed up, and the Trump campaign said, yeah, we don't care. It's and it's first come, first serve. We didn't care who ordered tickets. It's not a, They don't sell tickets for this type of thing. Yeah. And if you think that, <laughs> if you think about it, most of the people who are going to go to that are off the grid anyway. You right. think they're jumping on the fucking internet? Oh, do you think they're seeing TikTok and being like, I guess it's sold out? Yeah, damn. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that sucks. I guess I'm not going to go to that. But that was like such a lame thing. Was like, that's what you guys are all excited about? You want future congressmen to be trolls on TikTok? That's what you're excited about? Okay. Cool. That's a fun world to live in. Why not? 
Can we get to the actual topic of this episode now that we've gotten through that? Well, Carl. When are they going to get to the fireworks factory? Good point, Millhouse. <laughs> well, <laughs> Carl, could you hit my number five? I sure can. Thanks. I bet it's the same as my number five. It might be. Do you want to start with Vajazzling? Yeah, I've got actually a lot about Vajazzling. Okay, cool. Well, before you bring up Vajazzling, can I just talk to you about how there is also Pajazzling? Uh, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Well, do you want to talk about what pajazzling is, and then I'll follow it up with pajazzling? God. <laughs> okay. That's what this whole show is. It's just goes nowhere. Vinny, do you want to play a clip, and then I'll play a clip? But hold on. Let me play the clip first, but then you can play the clip. But then do you want to play your other clip before I play my clip, and then you can play your clip? How do you want to do this? I'm pretty sure that Cardiff does that to me, to troll me. I'm <laughs> subreddit surfing. Because I'll say, and now we're going to get this next clip. He goes, actually, before we do that, we're going to do this. And I, every time, I want to punch the screen. Every fucking time. And I see that you might have this clip, too. I wanted to play this. So before they get into the vajazzling. Today, we're going to talk about vajazzling. Um, no. Well, kind of. We're going to talk about how to like dress up your vagina. Essentially, designer vaginas. I'm mostly going to talk about vajazzling. <laughs> I think the one woman got shushed there. Did you pick up on that? Yes. She hit the music bad. Yes, 100%. And the one woman tried to get a word in twice. Listen to that again. I think I hear shh. I'm mostly going to talk about vajazzling. <laughs> yes! That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. I should do that to you, Dude, and the, Shh! <laughs> it works! <laughs> Holy shit! No, it didn't! I want to stop talking! I want to stop talking! It didn't work! Fuck you! I love um, it. What was so weird is the music bed was so unnecessary. Yeah. And it was unnecessarily long to like get a whole verse of a dumb song in about sparkly vaginas. Yeah. Well, which you would think would be a cool song. You would think But it so. isn't. <laughs> yeah. But it's not, guys. I'm trying to tell you. All right. You want to get more into it? Th- I feel like... Our listeners want to know more about this vajazzling. Sure, if you hit my number six, we'll tell you all about what it is. What is a vajazzle? Um, <laughs> vajazzling is... What da- is it? What is a vajazzle? Just one singular vajazzle. Uh, Just one singular vajazzle. <laughs> every little step it takes. Um, vajazzling is decorating your vulva with rhinestones. I'll never say this again. Let Rebecca talk. Shut the fuck up. She's kept interrupting her with nonsense. What are you doing? <laughs> Not the take I thought we'd ever get out of you, but yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, Jesus. Now that you mention it, yes. Let someone say something. You guys want to see what Jesse looks like? I found Oh, God. I did not look up the pictures of them, so yes. Well, no. What I found okay. is a YouTube video where she was a guest on uh, Saturday Morning Live is the name of this show. So this should be interesting. To, Fucking uh, Lauren will try anything to check out. <laughs> cool. Cool. Can you guess which one? Oh, your guessing? couch is getting ruined. Can you guess which one she is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> now check out the production of this. So they're starting the show, sitting on the couch. They're playing their intro music. They're admiring each other's clothes. Now they're back to dancing while sitting down. Very natural. And I'm stopping the own music. Oh, thank you, band. Thank you, band. Thank you, band. And thank you to our producers. Mm -hmm. What is it with adults acting like children on the internet? Do they think it's endearing? Are they having too much fun to be embarrassed? 
this guy just grabbed his phone to turn off the music. And they're like, thank you, band. We have a live band here. Right, everyone? Yeah. You know, I'm trying to pay attention, but all I could sit here and think is why didn't they put a towel under her before she <laughs> sat on that couch? That's all I can think about. I, I have a feeling this was recorded before she told that story because I'd be like, well, you're sitting down now? All right, hey. Check, can you just follow her around the house, please? <laughs> I don't, like, let me tell you something. If you were to play that clip for this dude sitting next to her, mm-hmm. he would have a worse reaction than Chris. Oh, I imagine he would. <laughs> he hates vaginas to begin with. Yeah. So he's really going to hate that time of month. All right. <laughs> Some of us could push through, not that guy. There's no way he's going to be down with that. Uh, Carl, my clip number seven is uh, so much unfunny here. Mm. You have to, like, remove your pubic hair or whatever first because otherwise the adhesive won't stick properly. You also have to plan ahead because you really shouldn't bejazzle uh, less than 24 hours after hair removal. <laughs> so word to the wise, if you plan to bejazzle, just make sure that you schedule your wax and your bejazzle a day apart. Don't, um, drink, and di- don't drink and drive, don't bejazzle and wax. <laughs> Stop saying that fucking word. They thought that was hysterical. Of course they did. Now, I have to say, though, at least finally we got some real information on here. Yep. Get rid of those pubes. It's like, okay, we're, fi- we're finally teaching people something. That's good. We're I don't care how here. you get the message out there, ladies. Right. But, Carl, it's time to talk to the fellas. Okay. They teased it earlier. I think we need to find out what a pedazzle is. Oh, right. Yes. What is that? So what's a pedazzle? Oh, man. A pajazzle is the male version of vajazzling. So it's basically a beauty treatment where you, you get your privates waxed and the hair is replaced by sparkly things just on your penis. But is it actually on your penis, though? Uh, no. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing not. Uh, is there ain't no fact check in there? Because... Yeah, I, I, think, I think so. So I have a clip that I think came up right after that. Sure. And you'll be shocked to learn that Jesse, who we just saw in that YouTube video, hasn't gotten laid in a while. Sure. I mean, listen, I I haven't had sex in a really long time. And if I had a penis right now, I, w- I might be like, well, fuck it. I'm, I'm quarantined. I'm single. Mm-hmm. I'll make I'll make my dick look like a penis or I'll make my penis look like a disco ball. Every day. A dicko ball. <laughs> a dicko ball. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, that's awesome. That's mm. retarded. That is. Uh, how do they miss the simplest of jokes there? They just walked right over it. It doesn't even fucking make sense. She's like, well, I don't get laid. So if I was a guy, what I would do is I would put a bunch of bullshit all over my cock and balls. Carl, they said dicko ball. Yeah. D- dicko balls. Yeah. How about disco balls, honey? Disco balls. Disco balls is the joke. Yeah. For Christ's sake. That would make more sense. Well, I guess they're not professional comics like you are, Vinnie Paulino. Retired. <laughs> Retired comedian, Vinnie Paulino. All right. So what else can you vajazzle? It can't just be your vagina, right? So I learned by reading The Mirror that even though she popularized the vajazzle on television, she'd never actually been vajazzled herself (gasps) until 2011 when she got vajazzled for The Mirror. But she also got, like, boob vajazzled. Okay. So, like, she basically was where it was, like, almost like body. Isn't that just boob-dazzled? 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 boob I don't, you know, I don't know. There's so many possibilities. But I don't like this dazzle verse. Come to me. I know it will. People are idiots. <laughs> she got her dazzle verse. The fuck? <laughs> Stupid are these people? Oh, very. I hate them so much, Carl. All right, this is the favorite thing that she learned while doing this research. Now we play that intro. She says, 
you know, maybe we just make this stuff up, but we don't. We research it. That's always fun. When you're talking about vaginas, you have to go through history books and textbooks to figure oh, it out. Sure. This is the favorite thing that she learned. So this is actually my favorite thing that I learned. Um, this woman, Frances Goodman, she did an entire show uh, in 2012 called the Vajazzling Series. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's based in South Africa, and she would vajazzle strangers with these really super, super intricate designs. And then she would photograph them. So when she was asked, so she was emailing with this woman from the cut. Um, and when she was asked why she was interested in doing the series around vajazzling, she said, what fascinated me about vajazzling was the process of revealing your pubic area in order to them to then conceal it again. But the vajazzles, um, which are sold as a dating tool are made up of stones and reminded me of armor. I thought of how getting ready for a date is like getting ready for battle. A blinged up vulva is just oh the God. latest weapon we were sold. That's fascinating. Please go on. That doesn't make any fucking sense. First off, the, the idea that you're putting jewelry on something is not armor. It's drawing more attention to it. Correct. You want people to look at it is what that is. And I also don't understand why in dating you have to have a shield in order to, to go on a date now. You need, well, it's 2023, Carl. Okay. We've been out of the dating pool for a while, my friend. Good point. So I don't know what kind of warfare is happening. I don't know if you need to bring a morning star Good point. to dinner. I don't know what the fuck you need So anymore. this is Jesse's reaction to what we just heard was the favorite thing that she learned. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah. That's fucking amazing. She thought that was fucking amazing. I hate her. And um, that leads into this. And she said that she had originally proposed her project as a critique of the media and the complicity of women as targets. But through vajazzling, she vajazzled 15 different women over six weeks. She found that her project had been kind of complicated by the women. So this was her quote. They'd internalized my project, appropriated it, and loaded it with their own issues and histories. Whilst their personal celebration and empowerment reinforced the problematic relationships women have with their bodies, it was still a celebration, and they still felt empowered, regardless of what I had to say about it. So in other words, Women can't get along ever. She was trying to help out dingy broads, but these dingy broads were too dingy to understand what she was trying to do. She's like, I'm trying to help these stupid idiots, but they're all too stupid. She can co-author a book with Dick Masterson. It's like, yes, you got it. They're fucking idiots. I was just going, could you all do I can't even believe that she's reading this. I know. Why is this the research that you did? Because these dingy broads also don't understand that she's pointing out the fact that these idiots... Are all idiots. <laughs> They're not understanding this at all. Oh, I really hated this podcast for a lot of reasons, but it was short, so that was great. That was helpful. That was very helpful, yep. this. Um, Carl, my number 10 is a fun fact I learned about vajazzling. Here's some stuff about vajazzling that you may or may not know. So the person who popularized the vajazzle here in the United States was the one and only Jennifer Love Hewitt of I Know What You Did Last Summer fame. She was in that, right? What are you waiting for? <laughs> she wrote Bajazzle! Bajazzling! <laughs> I'd rather talk about her boobs, but all right, we could talk about her I'm vagina. just going to say this. I I learned something because I Google Jennifer Love Hewitt's vagina ad nauseum, Carl, all the time. Me I'm too. Googling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've never seen anything about vajazzling. So, oh, so I guess I learned that, something. They just made that up. Is that I, what you're saying? I don't know. Okay. But that, there's this other thing that I noticed in here that... There's like this fetishization of womanhood mm. in here that is kind of weird to me. Yes. And they start talking about Cleopatra for some reason. Mm-hmm. Would you hit my Cleopatra clip? 
who the fuck probably didn't try to put gems on their vagina yeah. at some point yeah. in the past. Yeah. And so, you know that bitch bedazzled. Cleopatra did all that shit. Of course Cleopatra bedazzled. <laughs> bedazzled. She probably dazzled all of it. I bet she did. Remember that chapter from Anne Frank's book where she's just dressing up her vagina and showing it off to everyone? Yeah. I think it's when they got caught. Can, can I just make this point? I bet you that Cleopatra's vagina was not bedazzled. Yeah, I would imagine it wasn't. I bet right. you. I mean, like, why do they fetishize this old Egyptian woman's vagina? I don't know. Apparently she was a boss. Her vagina smelled like the fucking Nile. Oh, God. I Her can't v- even imagine. You would Listen, you would rather smell my breath than Cleopatra's fucking <laughs> vagina. I'd rather wake up next to Stuttering John after a bender than smell what her vagina Oh, I bet it was like. glorious. Oof. I bet Ray How much would you pay for out. that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. So bad. All right. So because these are women, they do find a way to ruin everything. Even something as fun as dressing up your vagina and making it prettier. In our community, lesbians are being targeted and collectively raped by oh, men who no. feel threatened. The uh. rape doesn't end the ordeal. These lesbians are brutally beaten, scarred, and often murdered after their corrective rapes. This is Jesus. my protest against the ritual. Just because this part of the body can be violated doesn't mean it is also defeminized. And I found that just so interesting because here we are talking about like crystals as yeah. just like a fun thing that Jennifer Love Hewitt wrote about and popularized and now it gets into this like super like political statement of empowerment all right well the fun is ended thank you very much for that i disagree oh they did talk about one other fun thing oh the kind of things you could get if you were going to uh v-dazzle okay good Uh, number 12 carl you can get lightning bolts stars hearts maybe a dinosaur wow uh that sounds fantastic (laughs) but apparently they have to be simple shapes so i don't know if i could get a dinosaur but whatever you can maybe like a very basic stegosaurus i was thinking a t-rex i feel like that's pretty simple uh like a cartoon one yeah maybe i just was a stegosaurus i was thinking about because it's basically like a triangle with like two little things have you ever seen a dinosaur either of you (laughs) you ever seen a picture of a dinosaur either of you i'm just curious Oh, man. Oh, man. They're so stupid. (laughs) Yeah, they really are dumb, aren't they? (laughs) So, weird thing that happened. Right after that, I got a really oddly placed ad in the middle of the Vagina Podcast, Carl. (laughs) So, I want you to play that for me, would you? This episode is brought to you by Pepsi. By the time you're finished listening to this Pepsi Zero Sugar, you'll be 15 seconds closer to kickoff. Stock up now, because the Buffalo Bills game day is so close, you can almost taste it. Bills watching. Better with Pepsi. They paid for ads of the vagina show. They're hitting the right uh, demographic, though, right there. Obviously, people are listening to period talk and <laughs> bejazzling. If you like destroying your couch cushions, <laughs> yeah, why not do it while drinking a Pepsi Zero? <laughs> now, I'm glad that you played that because, Thanks. Vinny, as you know, we like to watch the Bills games here in my house. And I'm sure that all of us will be getting together, all of us friends, and cracking open some Pepsis. And just drinking lots of Pepsi and watching football. That's what guys do. Why don't you go fuck yourself, Carl? <laughs> um, and by the way, what the fuck is that abomination in your fridge upstairs? Yeah, you like that? No, fuck you. There's a, uh, a sour craft beer I have from K2. Oh. Called Squish the do Fish. Do you have a sour craft beer, Carl? <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up. Me, 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 me. <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> Tell me about your craft beer, Carl. <laughs> God damn it. I hate that you're besties with Stuttering John now. It's really, it's really fucked up our relationship, Eddie. Yeah, you guys used to get along. 
Anyway, I have yeah. I have a, a sour beer called Squish the Fish, which tastes like Swedish fish, which is amazing. Yeah, Swedish fish are awesome, and yeah. I cannot believe that they're being fucking dishonored this way. I, I know, Man, I know what you were I don't thinking. Like it. I know what you were thinking when you saw that. They're <laughs> every time, uh, every fucking time. Mammals. Makes me wonder what they teach in the schools in Buffalo. Okay, so I was playing from a different episode. Them talking about their periods and their fun period talk, and they're one-upping each other. And then they have to transition from all of that fun into the topic at hand for this episode. So, what are we talking about today, Rebecca? Uh, so today we are going to play an interview that we recorded before the lockdown mm-hmm. with Annie, who reached out to us via email um, to tell us her story of, of being sexually assaulted uh, and like the aftermath. <laughs> Jesus All right, enough fun. Here comes a rape victim. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You just find any rape victim with a story on your show, do you? They do. But before they do that, and I actually, this is for all you listeners at WATP as well. Trigger warning yeah. for anybody who is at this time doesn't feel comfortable listening to this content or um, who just doesn't, is, isn't ready or whatever. Yeah. Feel free to skip over if it will trigger you in, in some way. Yeah. So. You can play that in front of any episode of WATP. It doesn't explain what the warning's for, no. but it very accurately details that you might want to skip over it. You may yeah. feel some feelings. Yes, yeah. it might not be great. Whenever I hear something like that, I'm just like, let her rip. Yeah. Let's go. Well, yeah. why don't I do this? I got a couple clips of the uh, the rape victim and her story, and I want to end that a fun note. So I think you have a few more clips left, right? Well, here's the deal. Uh-oh. The episode that I listened to, the Vijazzle one, yeah. they start playing those commercials that popped up. Then sure. all of a sudden, the show goes into a completely different direction that I just did not understand, Carl. Can you okay. get my number 14 oh, for me? I was trying to say that we would hit your clips after I hit mine. Oh, right. I'm so sorry. That's all right. I misheard we you. can do that. All right. Do you want to do alpaca facts? Yeah, we're going to talk about alpacas <laughs> because we thought that it would be cool to talk about something chill. Uh, so... They were originally domesticated by the Incas more than 6,000 years ago. Oh, well, I, I'm all for different segments of a show. I think that's a good thing to do. But where the fuck did that come from? Well, I think it just goes to show these girls really love uh, hairy, stinky shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right about that. I just don't there know. I just, yeah, that was, that was my last clip that I okay. wanted to play. All right. Uh, it was very weird. The last, like, 12 minutes of the show, of a 30-minute show, were alpaca facts. Yeah, that was really funny. So, Carl, you were about yep. to bum us okay, out. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, this woman's got a story about being at the campus at UC Davis. And, uh, no, we have a show, Vinny and I, Mondays at 1 p.m., uh, called The Creep Off. Yes, sir. And one of the things we like to do on The Creep Off is a little thing I like to call victim blaming. Let's listen to this woman's story. Let's see whose fault it was. And so I went out with my friends to get some drinks, and I ended up getting my wallet and my phone stolen. So then I uh, I went outside of the bar that I was at, and I, I think I was sitting on the sidewalk or on a bench, I can't remember, but I was crying, and the, this group of people came up to me. Um, it was a woman and three men and they asked me what was wrong and I told them that uh, my phone was stolen and my wallet was stolen and I was just crying, crying, crying like a broken record. Like They stole my wallet, they stole my phone. <laughs> um, and then they calmed me down and 
they told me that they were going to take me home. So, I mean, at that point, I was just, I was drunk. I was exhausted. I was crying. Like, I didn't know what to do. I, I didn't want to walk home in the dark by myself. Hold on a second. Where did your friends go? You went out with your friends. You got rip-roaring drunk to the point where you lost your, your phone. You lost your wallet, your money. 50 bucks says her friends are standing in front of another bar going, where did she go holding her purse and her, her Correct. Phone. Yes, I yeah. almost guarantee it. Because this tale that she's telling, this is her point of view. She's like, I was like outside crying. I didn't know what happened the last couple hours of that night. I just got destroyed at a bar. It's like, well, okay, so, so far, there's a lot of things you're doing wrong in this scenario. I'm just going to point that out. I don't think anyone should ever be sexually assaulted or raped. I think that's horrible. But there's things you can do to protect yourself and not put yourself in a situation where something like that could happen to you. She goes on. I mean, I was really intoxicated during yeah. all of this. So all of it was like kind of patchy. Like, I don't remember the car ride over yeah. to my house. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember how we even got in. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically what happens after this, and I, was, I obviously don't condone this behavior. This guy lays down in her bed with her, starts making out with her, and then they have sex. And uh, I guess she was too drunk to even know what was going on. It's basically what she said. Because it's, it's not like she was, as old as time. It's not like she was saying don't do it. I mean, you shouldn't sleep with a girl's blackout drunk, obviously. And so, yes, that's rape and a sexual assault for sure. But... Right. So then she gets up the next day and she's like, oh, that sucked. I'm going to call the police. And, and she gets the police involved. And uh, this is just, I would call this bad police work. The detective uh, took my cell phone for half a day and he tried to bait uh, the perpetrator by saying that I was late for my period so that he would admit that something had happened. Right. Now, think about this. <laughs> this guy grabs her phone and starts texting this guy. So she knows this guy. She knows who it is. And so the detective's texting him as her, hey, I'm late. Do you think the first thing he's going to be like, I'm the father? <laughs> yeah, that's the worst thing you can say. I've always wanted to be a dad. What, Huzzah! What you should text him is, when are we going to beg again? Because then you're going to get a response. Yes. And you're going to be like, yeah, that was awesome, wasn't it? Right. Gotcha, motherfucker! Gotcha! <laughs> Instead, it's just like, hey, by the way, I think I'm, I'm pregnant. Like, he t- he texts you're under arrest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. You're absolutely right. It is the wrong date. <laughs> the, the absolute wrong right, date. Let's, let's hear the rest of the story. Right. Mm-hmm. He didn't answer, and the detective gave me back my cell phone. And then, of course, as soon as I get my cell phone back, it starts blowing up with this guy, like, asking me what's going on and calling me, and I'm at work. Yeah. And I just turned off my phone because I freaked out. Right. Yeah. So she goes on to say that this guy came over to her house. He was trying to get in contact with her. Basically, what I'm hearing from this, and I could be completely off Stay base. able to check for $200 to the front door. This guy thinks they're dating. And that, that's my takeaway from this, because he's like showing up, and she's like, I'm so afraid he showed up to my house. He's like, well, yeah, you slept with him last night. He thinks, she seemed to like everything I was doing. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. She was moaning a lot. Yeah, but she puked at the end. But other than that, do you know like what a great time. time this guy's lawyer is going to have in court with this story? Oh, yeah, he got he got out off Skype. Even though she did, got a rape kit, she did all the things you're supposed to do. Um, he was never convicted of anything, or ne- never even um, charged with anything. Not even arrested, huh? No, not even arrested, even though they knew who it was. Because everyone's just like, all right, so you brought this guy back to your house, and you guys went to bed together? It's just like, all right, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. What do you think the cops said? Like, like they go, well, he came back, he contacted you, he tried to do the right thing. Right. He tried to do the right thing, honey. Let's let this one go. So anyway, I'm not trying to make light of this. I'm sorry we're ending this uh, segment on a, a down note like this, but... What a fucking dumb cop move that is. Right, that is to bizarre. Get him to respond to that. 
I mean, you, it, it might be worse to just be like, we should get married. You know, that would be the only one thing worse than that. That was so great last night. Let's live together forever. Like, Jesus Christ. He shows up in, our, in his house like, I'm going to marry you. Ties her up, puts a bag over her head. <laughs> <laughs> Off to Vegas in a whirlwind romance. <laughs> I had a great time last night. Did I tell you I'm clingy? Why aren't you responding to my text? What's going on? What happened? All right. Let's move on. It is time for Oh, our... can I play my summation? Oh, yeah, of course. Last thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think that does do a pretty good job. Oh, all right. Before we do the cringe of the week, uh, I just want to say we have the Detroit show coming up, and everyone is going to it. This is very exciting because, of course, the three of us are all going to be there. Trucker Andy, Jenny Jingles, Cardiff's going to be there. Tukey's going to be there. Dr. Steve's going to be there. We got Drew and Mark and Brandon from the Drew and Mike show. Eric Zane's going to be there. Jesus Christ. Is there an audience? Everyone's going to be there at the show. And Ray DeVito is even coming to the show. And so we have a special announcement for Ray DeVito specifically. I hope this gets to him. This station is conducting a test of the emergency broadcasting system. This is an official disclaimer to notify the Dabbleverse that in no way, shape, or form has WATP, WATS, WATB, The Drew and Mike Show, The Wildly, Entertaining Potato, or The Fantastic, Mr. Tukey, has not offered or made reference to providing any accommodations to a Mr. Ray DeVito. On September 15th at the Magic Bag in Detroit, Michigan, Mr. DeVito should know there has not been any office to house him, keep him hydrated, provide gas money to feed him or to keep his pink blanket in a secure spot during the show. Mr. DeVito should understand no offers have been made to dry clean his pink blanket or provide any cooking equipment for him to cook a steak. This concludes this Who Are These Public Service Announcement. All right, so just so you were warned, right? Just wanted to throw that out there. Make sure you understand. So I definitely have that room with the, the two twin beds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be more beds than we know what to do with at our Airbnb. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did that yeah. on purpose. I like one for my suitcase. Thank yeah. You. yeah. I oh, of course. To, I build a fort. Yeah. Oh, I like to sleep in three different beds over the course of one night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just to show off. As one does. Oh, I take selfies. It's up to Ray as I'm doing it. <laughs> bed number two. Bed number three. I have different colored blankets. It's a whole thing. I'm, I'm a dick. Ooh, blue. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a real big prick. All right. With that, it's time for our... Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. Dela sent this one in, and what he said was, play this from anywhere. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to play it from the beginning because I watched the beginning, and that was enough for me. The great Joey C has his own show, and it looks a little something like this. Produced by Harrison Young. 
Oh, it's well, still going. Oh, I thought you paused it. We got to hook. <laughs> you know what, dude? Hold you, on. You have their fucking patient. Jesus. What a fucking mercy. What? I see where you guys thought this was pause. It's not. I'm not going to unsubscribe. Should we see block me? How can you fuck? I want to know. Mangy movies. Yay. Is this live? I don't get it. It's such a nice house. Why can't you get a nice cable connection? Dude, did you write a broadcast from your place in Cape Coral? Oh boy! So that's fun. Oh my god! You that's... start out with all this energy and fanfare, it's like yeah, yeah. And you go, duh, duh, uh, duh, duh, okay. Duh. Can we please get yes Harrison Young in contact with Joey C immediately? God, I gotta get in touch with Harrison Young. Yeah, he called me. Oh, that's right, he did. He has my number, Harrison. He should. He used yeah. to. That's oh yeah. He only wants to uh, call people. He doesn't like texting, right? Or emails. I know. I need to call. Or even faxing, really. I should mention, Joey C messaged me today, and uh, he's got a new show that's going to be on tonight oh. at 7 Eastern. He's starting up his new show where he interviews ex-prisoners. So that'll be fun. I gave him some advice on uh, how to run that show, because I'm an expert on interviewing ex-prisoners. Yeah, it looks like he, uh, <laughs> he listened to <laughs> advice for a producer. This is before my advice, obviously. <laughs> so thank you, uh, Dela. For sending that in. Dale is a good egg. All right. With that, we have to get caught up on what's going on in this world. If you're not familiar, I made a bet with Stuttering John on his show two weeks ago. I said, John, you never asked OJ to sign your knife. Why do you say that you did that? That didn't happen. And John said, I bet you I did. And I said, how much you want to bet? And he said, or maybe I said, $100. And so the bet was on. And John needs this $100 so badly. No, he doesn't. That he called up all of his friends. He called up Richie Wilson. He called up Doug Goodstein. And he's going on shows and was yelling at every show carl's not paying his bet even though i proved that this happened because i say it did and richie says it did and doug says it did yeah so that's proof that's proof that it must have happened and my stance was no that's not proof (laughs) that's not proof works at all it's not even close to how proof works you have to actually prove it in order for me to understand that you won the bet and if you don't that means that i won the bet well this interview has finally emerged And we're going to start off with John watching the interview, the tape. And he's so excited and so proud of himself right here. This is a big victory lap for him here. OJ, have you ever made love to a woman that looks like Star Jones? OJ, come on. Is this a sign of racism that people never accept your innocent verdict? OJ, you're not talking to us. Can you sign my knife? Bingo! Ah, OJ, can you sign my knife? There it is. Fred Goldman sure holds a grudge, doesn't he? All right. This is where it gets extra pathetic. So the Wimble door has closed. All right? The interview, John's going to explain this as an interview. It was not. 
He's just yelling at OJ, which many people have done in the past. A lot of people have yelled at OJ as he's walking by. But John's going to explain. This was an interview. But watch this. He has to read the rest of the jokes that other people wrote for him, even though the door is closed and no one can hear him. OJ! Look at how John watches himself. Do you have any respect for people who think you're innocent? <laughs> OJ! Will you feature a cartoon of the murder on the website? He's laughing at his... OJ, do you think the real murderer should get the death penalty? OJ! OJ! So I wouldn't have played that whole video if I were John. That didn't look great. Douche! <laughs> Hero of the stupid! There you go. I wouldn't have played there that whole go. thing if I was Howard Stern. There you go. He didn't. Hold on. Watch him explain. Vindicated. And it is an interview. It is. Just because he didn't respond, the door was open. He heard the question, OJ, will you sign my knife? He heard it. The door was open. That's all I said. I never said he responded. <laughs> that, yeah. that was an interview because he heard it. That's how interviewing works. It's an ambush. Yes, that's the, not an interview. At one point there at the beginning, he got the microphone in. Right, and he didn't answer. Therefore, it's an interview. Yeah, that hilarious to me that he he has to, and he even knows that wasn't an interview because everyone's telling him now that they've seen the tape, like, John, that's not an interview. You were just yelling at OJ as he was walking by and going to get into his limo. I love that John watching this at the beginning, he goes, that's me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what? <laughs> If you're just fun, you're just joining us now. That's a young stuttering John. So yeah, we know. We know that. Although, yeah, it would have to be pointed out if you had them side by side. Good point. <laughs> yes. So there it is. He asked OJ to sign his knife. Uh-huh. I paid him the hundred dollars. As soon as I saw that video, that video surfaced. It was making the rounds. People were fucking with John because it was out there, but then they were manipulating the video so that John <laughs> couldn't see it. But I saw it, so I went, okay, I'm going to be the bigger person here. I lost the bet. I paid him the money. As soon as I saw the video, I paid him the money, and I even super chatted him and said, John, check your PayPal. It's 100 bucks in there for you. And he checked it right away, and he was very happy. Carl, by any metric, paying a bet that you lost does not make you the bigger person. Correct. That is true, Benny. I could have let this go a little bit longer until John actually showed the video because he could not find it on his own. I saw it. He had not seen it yet. So I, I could have let this thing play out a little bit longer. That's, what I think, what people wanted me to do. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to write a check, and then <laughs> oh. that person's going to Venmo it. And I think it was Missy B who said you should pay him a penny at a time. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of funny. If I just like, all right, John, I'll give you five bucks today. Oh, I'll give yeah. you 250 next week. I just fucking, <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Well, no, I'll out. get it to you, John. I'll get it all to you. <laughs> just stretch it out for You super that's chat him, 199 <laughs> Or if I just got one of those giant jars full of pennies and mailed it to him, <laughs> that would have been funny, too. So there were a few things I could have done, but I, you know what? I was the bigger person, Vinny. I was the bigger person. I'm glad you're here to counterbalance this today. I don't like it when everyone just agrees with each other on this show. Oh, yeah. I know what you mean. So you're yeah. team stuttering, John. I think it's going to go well for you. I'm looking forward to this. So John is starting up his show about me. Why do they podcast? And you know how he does this. Can he play the video, please? He plays the video. Not once. Not twice. Thrice? Thrice. <laughs> and it... It never gets old. Each one a dagger into his heart. Now, let's get to the part of the show where I'm going to enjoy. Why do they podcast? WDTP. 
You it's love funny it. every time. You know what I love about it? <laughs> when John reacts and laughs Why at it. Yeah. <laughs> hold it. Hold your thoughts so we get through all three of these. John, why would I wear a flannel? <laughs> then I find the picture of him with the flannel. Why do they podcast WDTP? <laughs> what I don't understand about that Photoshop. <laughs> Hold on. Uh... I'm sorry. I just like to let the videos play because there's other shows that never let anything play. Forgive and I get endlessly frustrated. I just keep it. forgetting that that video keeps going. It just keeps going and going. I just can't stop watching that clip. Neither can John. He fucking loves it. And anytime he gets positive reinforcement on it, like people go on there and they go, I think that's really funny because they're trolling him. He goes, Well, yeah, of course it is. I have a clip of that coming why, up. Why do you think we're trolling it? Because we say it's good. I love it. Yeah, no, I, I know you're being sincere. Yes, I love it. I personally think it's great. There are other people who are just pretending they enjoy John's comedy. I know who, you DG? Are, you are sincere. Yeah, DG, that DG? is trolling. Yeah, DG is trolling, John. Piece of shit. He is a piece of shit. We'll get into him in a little bit. Yeah, good. Before that, though. Bring the hammer. Vinny decided to send over John some more material on me. Vinny sent John the <laughs> creep-off episode from Monday before the video had been released. No. And I was talking, yep, this was before the video was released, of him asking OJ for the... Gotcha. Right? So at this time, I had not lost the bet yet. In fact, in my mind, John, because he had not proven anything, had probably lost the bet. This is John, he's getting very excited about what's going on here. But first, he has no idea how to goof on our show at all. And this is someone who's unprepared for life, for a show, for comedy... To entertain people, he has no idea what he's doing. Put him in a body bag, yeah. And and I'll say this, Vinny. I know you're gonna want to. I need that for the board. I know you're gonna want to <laughs> yell all over this this video. It's a little bit longer, but you have to demonstrate how bad he is at this. Let it play that we could discuss. Listen, Make if I'm anything, notes. you tell me I'm on a team. I'm an objective, okay, observer. Great. Okay, let's see. Uh, okay. The creep off. Dude, we did it. What do we do? We are live at 1.03 p.m. on time. Old girl, Jessica. Hello. Happy Monday. Now, Vinny oh didn't give me time code. Super chat Monday, right. oh, I should have said that. <laughs> Look at those teeth. Look at those teeth. Holy fucking shit. Look at those teeth. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Snaggletooth. Snaggly, snaggly, snaggly gums. Look at them, snaggly. Hey, snaggly, Rory, snaggly, raggly. What? Skull. <laughs> snaggly. <laughs> Funniest thing I've ever seen. All right, let's go back. Let's see what okay. this thing is. Let's I get serious now. It is a holiday. Uh, Jessica. What did you just say? Hold on. Right. Adults, so he, he knows what's up. All right. That's why he had a hard time selling shirts. That, that's why he's Come on, Vinny. Jessica, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks, Come Jess. On, we have a competition to do, and we're going to get after it. Because I won last week, that means that I will be going first. Well, we'll call a pay. Before we do, let's hit up some Super Chats, and we will hit Chat Super Buddy. Chat Show's up again. It Vinny, you should have given me time Pasternak. Code. Him as a personal trainer to Oprah Winfrey show. And that's where we're going to stop at Kanye West because, right? Now, 
this isn't the first time that Ye has acted erratically. All right, a friend of yours told you, or you saw in a tweet. All right, already. Oh, come on, Vinny. Is that real quick? Without, Certainly. Uh, the impact of certain drugs. Vinny, fucking lie. Just and I'm just saying, I'm not. I can't prove anything. I'll let everybody else decide. That's all I'm gonna say about that. You've just brought up a second drug that I've used quite a bit. All right, all right, Vinny. You know what? <laughs> Give me a fucking time code. Okay, so I wanted to play that because it gets confusing when you and I are talking, and also you and I are talking in the clip, sure. so I think it's important sure. that we play that. So what John was doing was scrubbing through the creep off, trying to find whatever he's trying to find there, and has no idea where to look, so he's just going a few minutes at a time, in, in, in. Now, do you want to explain why John's an idiot on this one? Well, John, <laughs> buddy, <laughs> pal, not a great move, because here, here's the deal. He sent me a text. Uh, while I was working at the club, we're putting in a brand new uh, sound equipment into the showroom, so we were testing shit. I did not have time to respond to everything he was asking. Yeah, before. a lot of people have lives outside of their podcast, John. You'll be shocked to know that we have things going on. And he goes, can you send me the link to the creep off where uh, you're giving him shit about the bet? And I'm like, huh. Listen, I'll have to go find it. I'm currently working out with the uh, working with the sound guy installing our new showroom board. Um, then he's doesn't say anything and i finished up i had a minute for a break i ran into the studio and i'm like let me see if i can find this real quick because this will be fun this this will be fun to I see, just want to see Vinny run look at the content <laughs> are you people seeing the content you're welcome you're a good friend i'm telling you you're welcome yep now i texted him this 30 minutes in with the link <laughs> okay so you did give a timestamp. 30 minutes in 30 minutes in now so what I finished next, up <laughs> and I went to my car and I turned this on. Yep. Keep going. Now what happens next is John's mad at you, and then uh, I don't know if you call him or if he just looks at his phone, but he finally figures this out. Thirty minutes in. Thank you. All right. So what happened there? Did he finally look back at his phone and see your message? I texted him again because I was again. in my car okay. and I had it going through the speakers <laughs> of my car, and Jesus I go, Siri, Christ. text John. Yep, tell him. Yep. 30 minutes <laughs> okay. in, and he's still going, I'm listening to him, still struggle, and then going, God damn it, Vinny, why didn't you give me a time code? So I just said, hey, Siri, call John, and right. I called him. So and let's I see what he does him. with this now. Yeah. Because if there's one thing I've learned about John through all of this, is that he takes his W's in stride, he's uh, the bigger man, and while he enjoys winning from time to time, he doesn't rub it in anyone's face, because he knows... He might take an L next week, you know, so he doesn't want to overdo it with the, with the W's here. <laughs> All right. Not on one of your shows. Is he going to be uh subreddit surfing? Well, I might have him on this show. One of these days when you're off, when That'd you're traveling. Great. That would be fantastic. I'd love to see him try. Creepiest guy named Carl. <laughs> It'll be, let's go, John. Uh, hey, come on. You mean Lady K? Uh, Yastrzemski. Uh... <laughs> 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 That'd be amazing. Um, okay, so he says, by the way, he's got Richie Wilson and Doug Goodstein both yep. vouching for the fact that he interviewed OJ that wasn't and you won't pay up. That wasn't the bet, Vinny. If you heard oh. the... Bullshit! Bullshit, you liar! You're a fucking liar! You said proof or the video. Right. Now you're going to backtrack. Now you're going to backtrack, Lady K. You said proof or the video. Yeah, proof or proof. Right. But look at it. This proof. is the cowardly Carl. Oh, that's a good nickname, too. Co- yeah, now I'm cowardly because I want proof in order before I pay someone a, a, with a bet that we had. You fucking pussy. 
I don't understand why John thinks that's proof. I explained that to him to his face last Monday night. That's not proof. And then I asked DG, because he's a moron. I'm like, is that proof? He goes, well, it depends. Like, no, it's either proof or it's not. It's not proof. Two people who are your friends saying something happened 25 years ago. It's not I proof. Seem to recall you put DG on the spot. Oh, I know. He was not ready for that. Oh, no. I seem to recall somewhere that if you had two witnesses to something. From 25 years ago. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that that was uh, that was pretty good. No, nope. two witnesses. That was nope. pretty good. That's not proof. <laughs> I am no lawyer, but I hear that's <laughs> not pretty good. That is not proof pretty at good. all. Okay, so this is fun because there's this guy who's been super chatting John. His name is Ray Ping Yu, and John's oh, no. been reading his name all oh, week. No. He finally figured out what that means. Oh, John! In this clip, John, oh, buddy, no. uh, Ray Ping Yu. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. You know, after, <laughs> I finally got that. Uh, about Carl, I finally I pronounced it correctly. Recently, than the Bills in the Super Bowl. It's like shooting, <laughs> finishing a barrel for the juice leg. Get him, men's Melendez. I know. Carl's just losing and losing. <laughs> okay. My favorite part about that is that John does not pick up on anything that's going on in his own show. This person is goofing on him to his face. He's like, yep, you're right. I'm the winner here. <laughs> Get him, Mensa Melendez. He doesn't know that's an insult. Okay. So... Again, I like the way that John is handling this victory. You know, it's a hundred bucks. I'm a hundred bucks lighter right now. I'm feeling it. Did he read the J word? Oh, did he? Let's go. Back. I don't think he did. Maybe I think if, he if it's it. a super chat, it's not his words. Well, hold so. on, yeah. Did he read that? More L's recently than the Bills in the Super Bowl. It's like shooting, finishing a barrel for the juice leg. Yeah. Oh no! J word McGee over here, John. Yikes. You can't let him trick you like that. Oh no, buddy! I didn't realize he was an anti-Semite. Did you oh, guys know that about Carl, John? I just he's... found out. <laughs> I'm crushed. I'm heartbroken. <laughs> not John. Not Vinny's friend, John. No. Can't I'm, be. I'm going to start crying like Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> we just did a bonus show on the Creep Off yesterday. Blind Mike joined us, and we inducted Crystalia into the Creep Off Hall of Fame. And it's a fantastic episode because, of course, we played the reaction when uh, Fighter and the Kid had to respond to them realizing the that they're talking right now. Fighter <laughs> <laughs> is so upset. He's crying on his own show, which is hilarious. But you found the greatest clips ever. Theo Vaughn talking about how he bangs underage girls long before anyone was accusing him of that. Yeah, just cracking jokes <laughs> about it. It's fucking great. It really is good. That was fantastic. Yeah, it's a good episode. Yeah, you it's worth, to it. worth checking out. Okay. So that's too bad. I didn't realize that John felt that way about the Jews. <sighs> God damn it, John. I thought better of you. I thought you were more liberal than that. All right, let's see how he's handling this victory. For bucks. I'd pat you on the back, John, but your hand is in the way. Hey, look, man. <laughs> see, this is how you guys work. You all call me a liar. I don't know what I'm talking about. And then I, then I get it right. And now you're all like, oh, don't brag. Get out of here. Of course I'm going to brag. You know. The fuck? That's what a bet is. At the pub. Sometimes if you lose, when we used to have the chips, there's this guy, um, uh, um, uh, what's that? Uh, Don Yegabom. Don Yegabom. He would just put the chip on his forehead to piss you off. Well, that's what I'm doing now. I'm rubbing it in to Lady K. Go get him, Vinny. I kind of love the bet. I didn't introduce this. He did. He said, if I could produce tape of me asking OJ to sign my knife, you owe me $100. And I said, yes. Is that a transcript? I can get it. Yeah, get it. Go ahead, Carla. Who said that? And then immediately called Doug Goodstein to say, hey, 
Didn't I interview uh, uh, OJ? What's interesting here is you have three people who all remember this, and you won't accept it. Well, the other interesting part. There you go. Thank you, Vinny. <laughs> You're Very good job, buddy. Vinny. Thank you, See, John. Vinny, you're a good man. Yes, that's you're what I've been saying man. this whole time. <laughs> you're having too much fun. I don't like it. Listen, he is right, though, that he should celebrate this. Because, dude, you're fucking been fucking it. with this guy he for forever. It. I know, he needs You it. can't just let him have the fucking win and I am be a, happy. Dude, I'm playing you his are, fucking victory speech But it doesn't make here. you the bigger man. Well, I know, it's fine. I love that every story that John tells is back to the pub. Have you noticed that? Every time, every single time, that's the only experience he has outside of sitting in his shitty apartment and podcasting. It's just it's like, well, you know, at the pub, when this would happen, and then at the pub, that would happen. I miss when he used to go to a job. Talk about yeah, that. Or do stand-up. Yeah, boom. Those are the stories I enjoyed. When they, when the kids all carried him out on their shoulders <laughs> from math class. That's the story I enjoyed. He was he was just out of stream every day going, how can I reach these kids? How can I reach these kids? <laughs> All right, so John's going to get real fired up in this one. And listen, we've been talking about FKB for a little while now, ever since Kevin Brennan tried to sabotage my first interview with Stuttering John, did everything he could to get John. In fact, he was successful because John went, yep, I'm not doing it, got in his car and started driving to the pub. So KB did everything in his his power to sabotage the show. And ever since then, I've been like, oh, Kevin, that that wasn't cool. And I guess John is uh, seeing things my way all of a sudden. Thank you. I'm glad at least people, that means you're not a narcissist. If you can admit that you're wrong, you know, and say, I am sorry, then you're not a narcissist. On the other hand, Lady K, complete narcissist. He can't. Did I just say I was wrong and I paid him the money for the bet? What is he talking about? Well, he invented a word. Narcissist. <laughs> yeah, maybe I am a narcissist. That means asshole pays his bets. <laughs> you are a narcissist. Man, Lady K, complete narcissist. He can't even admit yep. he was wrong. Agreed. John beats Lady K again. And for the first time, I'm going to say, yeah, FKB. All right. Oh. Fucking guy. Fucking mad at me. Because he didn't... He didn't say the time. He didn't say PST or ESA. And I'm fucking at fault. Like it was a malicious thing, Kevin. I was trying to hurt you. <sighs> then you do two fuck now three days beating me up? For what? <laughs> For what? Oh, yeah. For being a buffoon, dummy. <laughs> yeah. That's why. I mean, if I was talking to John, I would say, Bud, listen. You can't expect the show time to change because you went somewhere else. Because <laughs> you're in a different place. Now, the show still happens at the same time. Let me point this out. You're right. If he was in Florida, he would have been there on time for it. Right. But that where you are physically in the world has nothing to do with when Shuli goes on live. Correct. I, I understand your point. It's, it's not difficult to, to comprehend. It shouldn't be anyway. So as far as I know, correct me if I'm wrong, chat. I don't think KB has paid John the $100 that he promised him to snipe the Uncle Rico show yet. Well, because KB's a nurse. Nurse. He's a nurse. <laughs> He's a <nurse-ist. laughs> Yes. So I don't think that uh, that has happened yet, and that's why John is finally mad. Not that KB's calling him an idiot and calling him out. It's the fact that he owes him 100 bucks. He hasn't paid him yet. That's what John's pissed about. I don't understand why John doesn't go nuts on KB, because he talks some real shit about him. And if I were John, oh, yeah. I'd be very upset. In fact, 
I, I had to tell him that. <laughs> yeah, you should. You gonna text him right now? No, I might. Be like, hey, I'm, I'm on WTP right now with Carl. We're watching these clips, and I don't know why you're not even more upset with Kevin Brennan. Hey, let's let's. I'll tell Vinny what to text to John. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm kidding. Uh, who, I'm kidding. Who, I don't want to spoil your real friendship. I'm thank kidding. you. Yes, thank you, fine. friend. Uh, relationships are built on mutual respect Correct. and trust of course. Yes, yes of course so what i want to point out here is yeah uh kevin brennan yeah since this whole incident with you it's like you went up against johnny kush mm. everything's starting to crumble over there it seems that way to me it doesn't seem like it's going as well as it once was like the numbers i haven't really been following but i like i tune in and i just don't recognize anybody i have no idea who any of the guests are yeah it's the, hard to get into the guests he had yesterday i had no idea who that person was it's very strange and i'm pretty tuned in to this whole world that we and the whole in. time he was talking shit about my friend stuttering john that's that not will cool. not stand that's not i'm not gonna stand for that i won't stand we're for the ones it. who talk shit about stuttering john around here not kevin brennan i invented that shit the enemy of my enemy john <laughs> all right so now John is going to pick up on the fact that I'm not an attractive person. <laughs> and he's Say the guy's slow, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> so th- this is great because the old pot, check it out the kettle on this one. Look how big his nose is. I never noticed. Him. Look at all the gloss coming from it. This is the guy who makes fun of me for having some snot coming. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, that's a very different thing. Oh, you see this picture of me? Stop <laughs> on. I want to fucking hang myself right now just looking at this screen. Why are you doing this to me, John? This is horrific. What's What's crazy about this, John? Well, first of all, the reason why I'm oh my god, the reason why I'm glossy is because. For some reason, on Mondays at the comedy club, it's 89 degrees inside. I don't, not for some reason, because a guy named Mark doesn't want to turn the air conditioning. God forbid it'd be comfortable in that place. But whatever. I'm not complaining about that today. I'll do that on Monday, on Labor Day. <laughs> but what's hilarious here is that John just said, he's making fun of my looks. He goes, and this guy makes fun of me just because there's snot running down my face. Yeah. Like, that's a very different thing. Don't you think, John? Look how big his nose is. I never noticed. Look at all the glosses coming from it. This is the guy who makes fun of me for having some snot coming. Like, yeah, look. I got my nose from my parents. Are you calling out my parents, Chad? I thought we were leaving family out of this. Look at all that's going on on that face. Ugh. Dude, his last name should be Morehead. Morehead than hair. I mean, look at that. Look how big that. I could land a plane on that forehead. <laughs> so what an ugly, ugly man. Pretty good jokes. You got me there. What kind of play? So then I go on to explain that this interview with OJ was out there. It should be online because there's so many different people who are recording everything that happened. And I even said when Howard Stern went off the air in Rochester back in the early 2000s, my buddy Croge was burning every episode onto his CDs and handing them to me so I could still listen to the Howard Stern show. And so John turns that into this in other words you're an obsessed fan who decided to turn on me to make money so that house that you bought in florida that you think is the house that tooth built the house that bad tooth built the house that snaggle tooth built really is the house that sj built you can argue that i am for two reasons. Okay. The first one being, when I started making fun of John, I made zero money podcasting and only cost me money. I was not doing it for my... I wasn't just like, ooh, I know how I'll start making tens of dollars a month. 
I'll goof on stuttering John Melendez. This will be my grand scheme of things. That's it wasn't that calculated. Carl, was I was obvious. at that meeting, and I specifically <laughs> remember. I didn't make money when I was making you fun put, of John. You had, you had a whiteboard. There's a picture of Opie. <laughs> yeah. There's a picture of John. <laughs> I was there. What does this all mean, Pee-wee? <laughs> it was a lot of yard. There was all yeah, right. I was connecting dots and things. Where does Patrick Michael fit in? I don't know yet, but we'll get there. We'll figure it out. So, obviously, that was not the case. And also, this is a little bit personal, but I'll point it out. I used to be a partner in a company. That's why I was able to save up money to buy a second house. It wasn't because I was goofing on Suttery John. So, just so he knows, I did do stuff for money before I was goofing on uh, SJ. But, again, John desperately needs this W this week. Just And you know what, man? The next time you do that show, you should go, you were wrong. You were wrong, Lady K. You were wrong, and all you assholes in this chat room who was telling me, Gary Garber, all your all you assholes on Reddit and Dabbles Anonymous and all you assholes on Shuli's Anonymous like the Phantom Dennis and Hackburst Anonymous and all the other Anonymouses, <laughs> you were all wrong. Uh, <laughs> I would like to take this moment. John was right. Did he just call the super chatters and assholes? School! <laughs> He's turning a W into an L right before our very eyes. <laughs> I would like to doing? take a moment and tell you, Lady K, that you were wrong. And I'm proud of you for paying off your bet like a gentleman I should. I was wrong, yes. So I'm he proud of win. you for that. You're still an asshole to this guy. He has no reason to like you. You have no reason to like him. Wasn't there a and thing? And that's the way everything is best. Wasn't there a thing in the NFL, excessive celebration? I, I want to say that there was a rule that they used to have where if the team celebrated too much, they got a penalty. Yeah. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong on this. There was like a field goal made, and they ended up taking it back because they had to redo the kick because of excessive celebration. They missed it. Yeah. This is what John is doing right now. I'm right. throwing the flag. 15 right. yards. Says the guy with excessive. the victory lap jingle. Excessive celebration. Says the guy with the victory lap jingle. Speaking of victory lap jingles, my boy, Mr. Magenta. Happy birthday, Mr. Magenta. Mr. Magenta came through with one for us here. Victory lap, victory lap. Stop just taking a victory lap. A hundred bucks, pay up now. So I don't gotta eat puppy chow. Fuck Carl, I'm taking a victory lap. (laughs) All right, and this is John doing his crazy victory lap right here. And Lady K... Is sitting there now, probably watching me. Yep. And knowing I won. I won. And you're a loser. Carl, wanna come on? You wanna come on and put some gum in your nose and stand in the corner? You wanna come on? I'll send you the link. You can come on right now, Carl. You can come on and now take it like a man or like the cowgirl that you are. <laughs> Show the picture. I'll send you the Show link. Show the picture. Cowgirl. Chris Holmes, skinny Chad Zumach. Impossible. Thanks for two bucks. WTB intro is the best and funny. Of course Agreed. it is. Of course it is. He says. I'm funny. <laughs> I am funny. <laughs> says the unfunny prick. Uh, I'm funny. Who says that? Losers do. 
Losers say that. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a, a big win for uh, Stuttering John. Very proud of himself. I love that he still is calling me a cowgirl. It was a cow bikini. That's not what cowgirls dress like. It was a cow bikini. Yeah. I'm not a cowgirl. I like cowgirl Carl. All right. Fair enough. Good enough. I think that well, you're the one who found that, that, that uh, photo oh, yeah. that no one's ever seen before. Yeah, it's that it was never been out there. It's never released. No one's ever seen that. Carl's private boudoir collection. It wasn't the main photo of our Discord <laughs> server it, or anything like that. He gave it to Jenny for Valentine's Day. <laughs> it was supposed to be a secret. I love that John was acting like this was a secret photo that no one right. knew about. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's like professional lighting. I'm up on a stage. I'm posing. Well, Mark was there. Vinny was there. Everyone's <laughs> laughing their asses off at my expense. Yeah. Well, Took the reason like why nobody saw it was because it was on the creep off. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> now it's out there. Now it's definitely out there. All right. So that was Thursday night. John, I wasn't watching. I had my fantasy football draft because I'm so cool and popular. <laughs> I still cool play, guy you are. I still play fantasy football. <laughs> what am I doing? So I'm obviously in DG's head. This is now fast forwarding to yesterday on Friday. I don't trust that DG. Yeah. So check this out because... I explained to him that he's boring and that he's not long for this dabble verse because no one gives a shit about him. And you could tell that that um, he took that to heart. Okay, so now here is here's Muttering Jay. I can't believe I'm actually applauding his work. Rich Goldman, thank you for two bucks. Apologize for said about your mom on KB. Yet. You know what, man? That moment, that moment when you and KB were talking, like for real. I know, I know, I'm fucking cheesy and whatever, and I'm boring. Fuck you guys. But uh, that moment when you and KB were talking about that, dude, you, you cracked that little KB shell for a second. Like, you got him thinking about, you know, about his past. It was pretty interesting. Wow, DG with praise for Southern Jen. Never heard that before. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Uh, this is this is nuts, though, because John is actually pulling up Muttering Jay. Muttering Jay has been tormenting John for years on Twitter. All of a sudden, Muttering Jay's going after the Shuley Network, and now they're BFFs. This is the thing about John. Is just like you were saying before, the enemy of my, my enemy is my friend. Mm -hmm. John will collab with anyone mm -hmm. if they don't like the same people that he doesn't like. That's showbiz, baby. Is that show business or is that just mean he's got no spine? All right, so Muttering Jay, world exclusive Melendez celebrates victory over Shuli Network. I got to say, Stuttering John really delivered. Try to keep my ear to the devil verse ground. So I purely warned Shalom Shuli that the Uncle Rico show's trail trash show was toxic for him. It went unheeded. You know, this muttering Jay might just be a, a bona fide journalist, my friend. Yeah, so here. <laughs> I don't think you want to admit to that, John. Go back to that timeline. See if you want to admit to these a good journalist. Yeah, please don't start singing his praises, yeah, John. It's not there's a few move. things out there you might not like too much. You are correct, Carl. That <laughs> yeah, is that. kind of a dumb thing to <laughs> do. Not. I would not have done that. Okay, so him and Kevin Brennan's doing the same thing. They're all excited. The Shuleys. Network, I take it off of YouTube. Okay. They're suspended for two weeks on YouTube. And so Shuli moved over to Rumble, and they're talking about they're going to have their own thing, and they're going to create their own thing that they're going to do. And the fact that people are celebrating this, you cannot like Shuli. You cannot like the Shuli Network. You cannot like people who are part of the Shuli Network. Why you would root for them to lose their channel is so far beyond me when you yourselves are creators and have channels on YouTube. There's a lot of speculation that Drunk on Cringe might be behind this, and Drunk on Cringe came out and said... Well, I did report him, so it could have been me. They didn't message me back and say, okay, we got him because of you. He was on Carlos Danger Show just talking about it, yeah. wasn't he? Well, uh, he was actually on Jake Hudson, but he might have been on that too because he's been making the rounds. Jake Hudson has his own show now? Oh, yeah. Jake Hudson has his own show for a while. You haven't been invited on? I could probably get you an invite if you want. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. But 
this is what's crazy is that Kevin Brennan and Stuttering John are sitting there happy that Shuli got his uh, network taken down. And it's for a bullshit reason. Um, they showed the the screenshot of the violation for violence two seconds into the show. It didn't make any sense. It was obviously reviewed by a bot because they appealed it and they immediately overturned the appeal. So, yeah, we're, they're gaining the system. They're using YouTube against them. And we were just having this conversation right before the show started. All of us hated the FCC. I think all of us can agree we don't want an agency censoring free speech or stopping a show from being on the air. We all hate that. And now that anyone has that kind of power because they can go and they can copyright strike or they can put in whatever kind of complaints and maybe get a, a channel taken down. Now they're all for it. Oh, well, I don't like those people. So I'm going to get their channel taken down. That's fucking bullshit. What Carl, are you doing? I appreciate you practicing what you preach. You preach. You even helped Chad Zumach when yes. his channel went down. Correct. And, and that was the right thing to do it's because going the right after thing people's do. channels is absolutely amateur garbage and it is attention seeking behavior right and it is the most petty fucking thing you could do to prove you're a bitch it proves you're a bitch if you're like i don't like these people and they shouldn't be allowed to talk on the internet well then you're a bitch you, know, you can't even let them talk and i said this i called into el harible show or bedabler this morning <laughs> name drop it yeah <laughs> they, they took my call right away i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> I was out right after Joey C on their show today. Yeah, I called seven times interrupting the show with beeps. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> then he got to me. But I called their show. And the point is, is that no one should be rooting for any of this. And if you're happy, what goes around comes around. I think it's bad karma for Kevin Brennan. And Shuley said this on his show. And also, props to Shuley for this. Oh, that's what I was going to say. What, what I was talking about with them is the reason why they're now resorting to trying to get their show taken down is because they have amassed an audience. The Shuli, the BS show does very well every morning. They have a lot of people watching them, and they do very well. And that's why these people are like, well, now we got to take them down. Because if Shuli was talking to no one, no one would care about it. It's great that he built up what he built up over there. It's sad people are trying to tear it down, and I would jealously defend what I built. And so they moved over to Rumble. They're still getting over 1,000 live viewers on their shows on Rumble, which is, I would say, pretty impressive. They got people to come along. With them. Fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, the actor who's on there probably doesn't even get that many. Russell Brand, who's on there, probably oh, doesn't get yeah. a thousand Russell Brand people. probably does pretty well. But no, I know I know what you mean. It, yeah. it's, it's not a platform that a lot of people are just tuning into to see what's, what's on, like they are with YouTube. So it's pretty impressive. And the fact that Kevin Brennan is celebrating this, and Shuli even said this on the show, he goes, hey, Kevin, there's people who don't like you, too. Uh, just be careful what you're rooting for over here, because people can fuck with you, too. And I, no one should be fucking with anyone in that manner. It's a dirty pool. It's, it's not appreciated by, by me, anyway. All right. Off my soapbox. John went on KC's show last night. And anytime you see John, remember, John's on the West Coast. So this is like late afternoon, early evening for him. This is not late at night. And John is just hammered. He's just, he's just wasted. It's still summertime. What else has he got to do? Leave the man alone. He's just wasted Let whenever you time. see him on these shows. Anytime after... 4 p.m. Hey, the funeral director just got pulled over for a headlight out uh, with us playing in the background, and he loves us. Funeral director, I hope that you got a fix-it ticket, and I hope that you uh, are not inebriated like Mr. John. I'm not inebriated. Oh, but I, I, can't sodas. Believe, I can't believe that you would believe anything this guy says. But yeah, I believe no. what funeral director says. He turned me on to the guy who was mad at his woman. We finished this game. I got the well, We're almost dead, buddy. We're almost out of here. Uh, Doom clone. I'm not bad. You are cut off. 
What seems to be is the opposite your... problem? <laughs> is that your professional opinion? <laughs> okay. So this is a, a fun chat that comes over that John responds to because people are worried about him. He's uh, visibly not doing well. Yeah, I don't like to uh, see those kind of clips. Joe, sir, Casey and John, I appreciate you. Both of you contribute to radio history, but John has to stop drinking. He imagines he is... He still has talent while he's just a mess. He needs to quit drinking right away. That's very nice that you can. Uh, but uh, I, I think John has a lot of talent. John, what do you say to that? Case, I don't drink as much as all these assholes think I do. <laughs> but I did do an edible. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, he did an edible. He's just having a goofy old time, and you're just picking out of him. I love when John goes back and forth between, I don't drink as much as people think I do, and then I go to the pub every day. It's like, no, we, we know how much you drink. It's every day. <laughs> That's what the problem is here, is that you're drunk by 5 p.m. every single day. But here's the thing about people about. who drink every day like that, though. Yeah. There's a tolerance that gets built up. You would think. And yet, he's visibly inebriated on these shows. Now, he's going to tell us a story that he's never told before <laughs> about crabs in a bucket. Uh. I bet you've never heard this, Vinny. You're going to learn something about human behavior as it compares to crabs in a bucket. And John does a great job of uh, telling this story, as he always does. Repetitive prick. (laughs) She goes, John, do you know when you put a bunch of crabs in a bucket? I didn't know this. Have you heard this case? Yeah. She said when you put a bunch (laughs) of crabs in a bucket. He goes, yeah, I know. Eventually... One crab crawls its way out. And what do the other crabs do? They pull that crab back in. Because they don't want that crab to leave. And she equated it to, with me leaving the Stern Show, it was like not only, you know, mad at me for leaving, but also, man, because what does it say about them? They have to now do some introspective shit and go, well, why didn't I do? Why didn't I think about that? So they're not only mad about me leaving, they're mad that they couldn't figure out how to get the fuck out, Case. And that's why, Maurice, I love you, because that is the best analogy and the best thing that I heard. And I. Yeah, and I swear to God, I believe it to be true. And Mary Delabonte was the only one to actually acknowledge that. And that's why I will always love her. Nice. Because That's a good place to stop, because I have some clips from an old Stuttering John podcast that I want to play. I don't know what you were laughing at so hard over there, Krabby Carl. Okay, this is Stuttering John on an old show talking about how he thinks Gary Delabonte was cheating on his wife, Mary. But look at there's a guy code here, right? We can all agree. Because I I wouldn't call somebody out for cheating. I think it's 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 like you're breaking the man code. Right. You'd be breaking the man code. Later on in that same episode, not much longer after that. I wanna play I wanna send this audio to Mary. Because Mary's the nicest person in the world. She should know that her that her chimpanzee of a husband is fucking cheating on him. So wait, which is it, John? You wanna Tattle on your friend, or why would you do that, John? <laughs> He's an asshole, John. That's not cool, dude. Hypocrite. That was a long time ago. Hypocrite. You can't blow in your buddy like that. So the fact that he's talking about the crab bucket thing again, 
I want to point this out, and I'm mad at myself because I never got a chance to talk to John about this the few times we've had face to face. The last time I wasn't prepared, I just called in quickly on a whim. Mm-hmm. He was on a crusade to get JD Harmeyer fired because it was it was leaked that JD was texting these girls. I think he was married at the time, or maybe he had a fiance, and he was texting these girls and trying to hook up with these girls over social media, Instagram, or something. And John on his show was talking about. We're going to expose him. I'm going to send this to HR. It's serious. We're going to get him fired. And it's like, how does that do anything for you? That is crab behavior right there. JD still has a job. I don't. Let's make sure he's unemployed. Let's pull him down from escaping the bucket. Let's get everyone. This is how John operates. And he acts like he's above all of this. Hypocrites! (laughs) Everybody forgets about the poor lonely crab who makes it out of the bucket. Yeah. And just stands around all lonely like, while oh, all the other crabs celebrate and have a good friends. time in the bucket. <laughs> all my yeah. friends are still partying. Yeah, yeah, like, no, dude, don't. Party. <laughs> Maybe they were pulling back going, no, buddy, we love you. Stay with us and right. hang out. Yeah, we're family. Part, we're family in the bucket here. <laughs> don't lose your way, sir. Oh, this is the very end of this episode, I think, was telling because you're friends with John. I was friends with John for a couple of hours there about a month and a half ago. This is telling with uh, Casey. John needs a friend. So fucking badly. <laughs> yeah. oh. Well, I mean, it gives us great insight into uh, the inner workings of it. But uh, Johnny, I'm going to bed. Oh, I'm going to watch the end of the games here. And yeah, I'll see you, pal. So much. And I'll talk to you tomorrow, buddy. Thank you so much. Great. Yeah, you pick up the fucking phone. I will text you at any time, but uh, you know I don't pick up the phone. Why? Is that no sense? hate talking. Thing? Oh, you hate talking, but you do a show. Good. Yeah. Oh, that's enough. And I like uh, uh, an hour and a half is enough talking for anybody. Yeah, but I'll I love you, Johnny. You Great job. John's one of those boomers who just wants to talk and talk and talk on the phone. This is a phone call for him. He does not right. want it to end. Correct. John is a lonely, lonely man. It's very. I obvious. have, and I'm gonna, in full disclosure. I've told you, independent observer. Every conversation I've ever had with him on the phone. Mm-hmm. And did relatively quickly, smoothly. Surprising. It was not those situations at all. Okay. I had a different experience. I, I had to uh, excuse myself from the call <laughs> in order for it to end. And I've talked to other people who have had a similar experience with John. I'm not that much fun to talk to on the phone. That's true. That's a good point. Even a lonely man would be like, all right, Vinny, well, uh, you have a good one. And, uh, <laughs> that checks I'm gonna, out. I'm going to go pick my toenails over Wait, there. you called me. <laughs> now, I'm not going to play this on the show because it was not meant to be broadcast, but I will say this. The Susanna wedding speeches have reemerged. They're up on the subreddit, Dabblers Anonymous. And what's interesting about this, I don't know if you know about this, but two of John's children get up and give speeches at Susanna's wedding, marrying their new um, stepfather, Aaron. Mm-hmm. And the speeches are very telling. It's it's listen. Again, I, I don't I don't want to read into it too much, but they talk about feeling safe finally and finally being a family and a cohesive unit. It's very damning for the ex who's now out of this family, the things that are said. And they're very emotional about it. And you can tell they, they really mean what they're saying. And what's interesting about this, really why I'm bringing it up, is because there's a theory. That John recently brought up Susanna in one of his drunken rants because he's going on, he's doing these shows later at night lately. And maybe she's the one who leaked that because she's the one who posted them in the first place. And she might be paying attention to all of this. There's a good chance she is. I, I'm sure that he still owes child support for one of the kids. So she's probably watching all of this and seeing what he's up to. 
And he's going off on her. She's like, okay, let's leak these videos again. So that would be a very interesting dynamic if that's the case, that his ex. That is pure speculation. Pure speculation. 100% speculation on that one. You're right, Vinny. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Listen, I mean, family dynamics and stuff like that are something that we don't speak on here at WATP. That is true. We don't get into that. That gets tough. And I will also say I am proud of you for not playing it. No, I wouldn't do that. I, know I wouldn't play wouldn't. those videos. People like sent them that. to me. And they're like, oh, you got to play it? I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. But what I will play <laughs> is one of my favorite shows on the internet. Tommy had this guy on his show. Oh, finally someone I can make jokes about. Yeah, Thank sorry, you. we're back. And we're oh, back, baby. <laughs> sorry to put oh, you through all isn't that. Isn't that liberating? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tommy has this guy on his show. This guy has a 210 IQ. He's been called the the smartest man in the world. He has like the highest IQ in the world or something like that. And of course, whenever Tommy's talking to someone smart, I'm like, oh, oh yeah? <laughs> I want to see what this is, what's going to happen. <laughs> so this is the very first thing that Tommy talks about with this uh, very intelligent guest that he has on the show. Well, with what you do, and when I was reading through it, you can ask him, I, I was all excited because this is my thing. I, I've gone down this rabbit hole for the last uh, six months, hoping that there's actual UFOs and everything else. So when we talk about reality, I know, I I know, I know. <laughs> well, the government blew it. They, they blew it with too much of this now. I, I had hope. But They've all, blown it in every conceivable way. Yeah, yeah, every bit of hope I had is now gone. <laughs> You're telling me the smartest man in the world is where it cut beard. off? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, this guy, what you're going to learn is that this guy might be more interesting than Tommy. This guy's an interesting fellow. We're going to get into that. Oh, good. But this is what I love about this, because we all know that Tommy knows that spacecrafts are real and that aliens exist. That's where he's from. But it's so interesting that a whistleblower came out and said that we've intercepted alien spacecraft with alien beings on board. They literally said that. Uh-huh. This was a press conference that was given not that long ago. Nobody seems to remember this, but it just happened. And Tommy himself says, well, ever since that happened, I don't believe anymore. What a weird thing. Like, a whistleblower comes out and goes, yes, we have oh, discovered It's because space everybody's aliens. getting too close. Yeah, he was hiding in plain sight. He's like, oh. Yeah, I got to stop talking about aliens now. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I just think that's fascinating to me that they're just like, okay, what kind of psyop is the government playing on us? Now I don't think any of this shit's real. With that haircut, the man's head is shaped like a piece of pepperoni pizza. <laughs> and maybe that's just me being hungry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that guy can play for the Raiders without putting a helmet on. So he's got that going for him. Now this, pay attention, guys, because this is what I call a great question. And I don't say that often when it comes to Tommy, because I think he's kind of adult. But this time, I mean, watch this closely. This is just well executed all the way around. I wanted to ask, why is it that very intelligent people that have very good journalistic writings, writings, like you have a book coming out soon, why is Substack the choice of platform? Let's face it. After a night with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. They really know how to put the advertising in, don't they? They really do a great job. Have we ever found out what Z-Biotics is? Yeah, it's something you take when you're hungover. And what's funny about that is that the ad copy goes, 
Yeah, you know, like sometimes I drink too much. This is a guy who just got a DUI. I don't know the time he should be doing it. <laughs> yeah, we're it. all down there with the jungle juice. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so I just thought that was hilarious because right in the middle of his question, they just pop in some advertising. It goes on to a Blue Chew ad. Now, let's play our own version of what does Tommy say next. Okay. Because let's find out how he ends this question. He's talking about people going over to Substack. Why are these people doing that? And this is how he ends it. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. We thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. For him to write such type of things. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Maybe that's why they put the ad in there because they're like, oh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> Whoops. What do you think of stuff? <laughs> You're a smart guy. Tell me something. <laughs> Go. He's amazing. I got to see that guy. Kind of that. That looks oh, like yeah. the shittiest. Oh, we're hobble. gonna get back there. I, I just got to see. Look at that background a little closer. I think we're gonna get back there for okay. sure. Now, what Tommy's going to explain here is that nothing is off limits because Tommy has signed a deal with Spotify that he can say whatever he wants. There will not be any censorship at all. We're on Spotify, and I'm under contract, so we can say and do whatever we want. Now, I pulled this off of YouTube. Just want to point that out. It's got 500,000 views on YouTube. This awesome. Video, Good for Tommy. Wow. Even though he's got an exclusive deal with Spotify <laughs> and they can say whatever they want. Now, there are obviously things you can't say on YouTube. That's been made very clear. Like the following. <laughs> right. Yeah. And also, this is the only show I've ever seen. Maybe there's others. 500,000 views and comments are turned off. Head scratcher. It's kind of weird. But again, he says to his guest, don't worry. You can say whatever you want. And boy, does this guy take advantage of that. He's like, he's like, oh, we can get spicy out here? I'm like, okay, well, how, how spicy are, are things going to get here? Well, let's find out. Okay, well, this is just basically about a concept. They say it's a conspiracy theory. Let's, you know, we, we might as well maintain open minds about that. The conspiracy theory is called white genocide. And the idea is that, you know, white people, it's not blacks that are endangered. It's not Latinos. It's not, you know, any of these other groups that are endangered, but white people, because we seem to catch all the discrimination these days. We're terrible people, uh, you know, uh, white supremacists, domestic terrorists. You know, I mean, they've got us pegged for all kinds of greatest threat to America's democracy and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, that's that's the kind of, of thing that I think we need to address. That's a problem. So we need to talk about it. It's a little spicier than I was expecting to be. I'm so upset my grandkids keep calling me a boomer. (laughs) This is is getting real spicy right here, and it gets even crazier. When you go from from 90% white in 1950 or 1960, and you go to 56% white, which is what it is right now, in 50 or 60 years, this can't happen naturally. This is not a natural occurrence. This was intentional. So granted that it's intentional, why would anybody intend something like that? Well, whoever they are, they're not our friends, okay? It's as simple as that. That's where the white genocide theory comes from. They took our jobs! So he's very upset that non-whites are entering into this country. Again, smartest man in the world. I just want to point that out. Tommy just billed him as the smartest man alive. No, but I, I looked it up on Google. He's been featured by major news media back in the 90s before I think he was talking about this stuff as like the smartest man in at least America, if not the world. Because he took a test and had a really good score one day. I guess. He's got some theories. He's got some interesting theories here. Now, they're the same theories as the KKK. So that's probably not great. That's probably not a great thing. But smartest man in the world. I'm listening. Right? 
This is almost as bad as the time they had the most interesting man in the world for those commercials on, and he was just talking about how much he loves Nambla. <laughs> I forgot about those. It was the worst commercial. I just like Dos Equis. I didn't realize he was into Nambla. Okay. <laughs> Principal of certainty, I take it back. He is smart. Oh, no. Uh, okay. This, is, this gets uh, crazy. Oh, so, no. <laughs> this is um, Tommy, again, has a great question, as he's ought to do this man it's as simple as that and then who's who's behind it and, and what's the point uh, well, what's the, the point so you want i mean obviously you want the population you got this whole trans thing you got everything possible to divide you know remember before it used to be just racism you're black i'm white blah 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 now mm. you have every type of division possible like a lot you know you talk about religion religion is what causes is wars I mean, I mean, all these wars are, are basically religion unless it's political, okay? Is that a new thing, that wars are based on religion? I, I remember worrying about the Crusades. Yeah, I believe we've had a couple before. Yeah, I don't know if that's the major issue that's happening right now. It's one of them. Eddie, what was he trying to say? Back in the day, we just had white and black and yeah. racism. And we all agree, the trans suck. That's what <laughs> yeah, I know. Be. Why do you bring up trans people It's so weird. It's so funny. Like, Tommy's really met an ally. On this show. So after he says, you know, there's all these wars because of uh, religion, my boy, the spiciest guest of all time, <laughs> says this, which I thought was uh, was fun. So you're These getting... days they are, but of course there's just one religion that is especially warlike these days. Yeah. You which... know, and of course you know yeah. that as well as I do. Yes, of course. Of course. Buddhism. That's oh. what he's talking about, I'm pretty sure. Oh. So, I'm, this guy's now talking about... I'm waiting um, for this guy to drop the J word. I'm just waiting for the J word to come out of this guy's mouth. Man, this guy is uh, just... As soon as Tommy said he can say whatever you want on this platform, he just starts letting it fly. He's like, well, look at this problem with black people and Islam. And he's just throwing it all out there. And Tommy's amazing because watch as Tommy agrees with every KKK talking point this guy throws out. Taking all of these disparate cultures and jamming them in close proximity, mm. right in, in oh, close see. proximity with each other, this mm. is a recipe for disaster. I see. And now only a sense. fool could, could have been blind yes. to this fact. I right? see. I see what you're so, saying now, Chris. Yep. From the very beginning, I'm... <laughs> it's, like, it's like he's talking to Daniel Carver from the KKK, and he's going, all right, well, he's bringing some good points right now. I don't know. Have you not noticed this guy hasn't even looked at Tommy funny yet? He hasn't right. been like, what, right. what the hell are you? Yeah, yeah. What, what is this? <laughs> what am I talking to, please? It's in your best interest to just agree right now, Tommy. <laughs> I wonder if this guy has any uh, takes on the IQ of different races. I wonder if that ever comes up in any of his... Uh conversations on Substack. I'm about to subscribe. I actually, I want to follow this guy online and, and see what other shows he's popped up on. He's interesting. I think you need to book him immediately. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. <laughs> I would love to watch this guy watch with stuttering John videos. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a good episode. All right. So unfortunately, Tommy here tries to take a guess at something and I'll just play it. And then we can discuss that Tommy should never try to figure out who his guest is talking about. He was regarded as the world's greatest authority. Well, guess who was the first person to apply the simulation hypothesis to an actual problem? Tesla. Who? Wasn't it Tesla? Well, not really. Tesla, this was pre, Tesla was pre-computer. He wasn't really into the computation. I thought he had done Um, it with math. Sorry about that. Well, you know, there's nothing to apologize for. Tesla was a brilliant guy. Wouldn't surprise me to find out that his thoughts were kind of wandering in that direction. But it wasn't Tesla. It was me. It was in 1989. 
<laughs> so this guy goes on to say, I came up with this theory 10 years before The Matrix came out. I knew about all this shit. Is there a Glory Days drop here somewhere? <laughs> and Tommy with his, what's it, Tesla? He's just like, Tesla? No, that's it's me. Electricity <laughs> thing, idiot. No. All right. I have one more clip here because we're talking about Elon Musk. And Tommy goes off on a little rant on Elon Musk here. So he took that and ran with it. <clears throat> and while you bring Elon up, I must ask you this. And then I, I want to go to some of your stuff. To me, he seems groomed as groomed can be. Buys Twitter for double the amount. I say this at nausea, but you're the guy I want to say this to. He buys Twitter double the amount, gets uh, Tucker, you know, encrypted messaging. Everybody runs over, sign up, sign up, sign up. Then after he does all that, all of a sudden, he decides to make Linda, whatever her last name is, the most censorship vax pro person on the planet, the CEO of the company. And then furthermore, odd, four days later, Neuralink just happens to get to stage three of FDA testing for approval. Just but he, he does this stuff all coincidentally. The time. I mean, at, and then, Chris, yeah. go outside and run with your kids because we're going to limit the amounts of tweets. You mean you don't want people searching around too much of other people's opinions. So if we limit it to 600... We're going to put in front of your face what we want you to see, but we're going to tell you we want you to go get air. He's got a lot of theories, this guy. I think he's got it all figured out. Well, okay, Tommy. <laughs> Are you following this? Uh, okay. They, there's a bunch of different things that are, somehow he has managed to connect into a company saying, hey, maybe get off of our app all the time, which, by the way, is bullshit. Right. No fucking company's telling you, put the app down. Right. They want to. They want to make it seem like you can't use it all the time because then you want to use it more. That might be one of the ways that they're. Is that your marketing opinion? Well, there's a lot of games that you play that when you lose your lives, you then can't play, and you have to wait a certain amount of time. Unless you want to pay the money, of course. I'm sure Twitter has a function where if you pay the money, you can tweet all day and night. But it also, you know, there's a, it creates scarcity. Right, so then right. it makes you want to use it more when you can use it. Artificial supply and demand, yes. kind of. Yes, Vinny. You get it. You yeah. get things. Oh, gee, Carl. You understand what's going on. Thanks for teaching me something today. Since we're talking <laughs> about my boy, <laughs> Tommy, I think it's time for us to uh, to catch an alien over here. Let's see what uh, Cardiff has for us. We've had a, a week or two off from the game. It's time for everyone's favorite game show, To Catch. An alien. Are you ready to play? To catch an alien? Vinny? I am, buddy. Vinny's chair, how are you doing? Are you okay? (laughs) It'll all be over soon. Being that I no longer believe that the UFOs are coming down here because I can't seem to understand why anybody who could bend time... Or find a way to get here, you know, 15 billion light years away would suddenly happen to crash on Earth and there's not any evidence of anything at all. So I. What did Tommy say next? Hmm. Here are your choices. Number one, that's out the window. B, <laughs> fiddlesticks. <laughs> next. It's bananas. B A N A N A S. 
four. But we're supposed to believe that dinosaurs just disappeared? Lastly, I keep asking questions, but the answers keep changing. <laughs> to catch an alien. Oh, wow. So I love the dinosaurs one. I think it could be that, but I'm going to go with one out the window is going to be my guess on this. What say you, Vinny Paulino? God, I was going to agree with you. I was thinking it was out the window, too. You can. Um, no, I'll change it up for the fun. Um, I'll take dinosaurs. Actually, okay. you know what? I hope it's bananas. I hope it's bananas. I really wow. hope it's bananas. That'd be amazing. I just don't see Tommy doing that. Okay. That seems like something Cardiff would come up with. That's true, but I want it. My mind was wandering because I didn't know it was going to be only 20 seconds into this. I'm so used right. to his five-minute clip. I know. I'm like, yeah, whoa, got, what the fuck was right he talking away. about? Yeah. So I'm just going with fiddlesticks because it's funny. Okay. Fiddlesticks, out the window, and you said dinosaurs, right? Uh, no, oh. I said uh, bananas. bananas. Okay. In light years away, what suddenly happened to crash on Earth, and there's not any evidence of anything at all. So I, that's out the window. Hey! Yes! Yeah, baby! <laughs> Should have stuck with your answer, Vinny. Oh, yeah. You're a loser! Loser, Vinny. Uh, Take look the at, L. Look at the bigger man, Take everybody. Look at Carl Run being away. the bigger man. Run there away. he is. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me get a sip. Carl! Me. And then the way that they're presenting it. So I always thought, okay, well, how do you go from a car phone when I was growing up, my friend Franco had a car phone. Everybody wanted to be in that car because his mom had a car phone in the Cadillac, you know, <laughs> or piled up to get in this guy's Sounds car. Sounds like a rich kid. <laughs> yeah, he was a rich, rich kid that sold pizza. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so, and then within, you know, a decade, you have the iPhone and all this crazy technology. Was that there? What Did we find something from a past civilization and were able to reverse engineer it? How did that come? So you think the Mayans had iPhones? Is that what he's saying right now? They were so distracted they didn't see the Spanish coming. <laughs> yeah, they were just they were fucking tweeting all day. Playing but... fucking Wordle. <laughs> like we're just friends all fucking day. Uh, again with the Tesla shit. Yeah, the Mayans may have been before. Uh... Okay, never mind, Tommy. What is the world's smartest man thing? Well, let's find out. I'm so quick. Because I look you at know, it like it's a very interesting question. As you know, some people think it's it's uh, alien technology. I some no people... longer do. I'm all for that road. I no longer do. Thanks to people like you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Dennis, the fact of the matter is that there have been a lot of things that have come to people through the power of the human mind that you wouldn't think would have come to them. Now, you mentioned Nikola Tesla. You know, he could actually see blueprints of the designs for the machines that he made. Could actually see. That's all for this time. Come back next time to find out if you have the sleeveless t-shirt <laughs> enough <laughs> to catch an alien. Brought to you by Subreddit Surfing. Season 2 starts September 11th. Never forget. Be there. Also brought to you by the GoFundMe started for Vinny's chair. Please donate today. <laughs> oh, Curtis. <laughs> He's a part of himself. <laughs> then Uranus got hit, and it's tilted, which you never hear about. Nope. Then Uranus got hit, mm -hmm. and it's tilted. <laughs> then Uranus. All right. Vinny, 
What? You're really going to go up against Monday Night Football with your show? My God, Is that your regular schedule? To go up a- against... I don't think the people are watching Summer and Surfing are watching Monday Night Football. Unless the do- Fuck. I think what happened is your Canadian friend doesn't realize how popular football is in this country and just went, ah, what about Monday nights? And uh, you're stoned, so you're just like, ah, whatever. How's that sound, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> what do you think about Mondays, buddy? <laughs> what do you think about that, guy? <laughs> First off, I don't have a Canadian friend. Okay, fair enough. Um, Maybe in Minnesota. But yeah, were you there? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it, doesn't it? Uh. This is the Golden Voice, Ted Williams, and you are listening to Carl Hamburger on WATP. That's right, Ted Williams. What have we done today? We've done it all. We talked about Welcome to My Vagina. We talked about the Detroit show and Ray DeVito's accommodations or lack thereof. Stuttering John's amazing victory lap and getting wasted on KC's show. People are worried about him. Maybe that will be a wake-up call. It won't be. Maybe it'll be his wake-up call. And, of course, Mr. Magenta had a great song that he sent in. MSCS Media, Tommy continuing to kill it over there. 500,000 views, and it's a Spotify exclusive. 500,000 views on YouTube. That's well, I just amazing. subscribed to my YouTube channel. So. That's amazing. Oops. So you know what that means? It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. Oh, and I won. I was able to catch an alien. I know. How did I forget that? I caught an alien today. <laughs> So you know what that means? It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The this is the part of the show we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of Where These Podcasts. And I will tell you that episode is going to happen tonight at 9 p.m. I am doing a Chrissy Mayer Who Are These Podcasts crossover show because we have a very important podcast that we both need to review. What would happen if five of America's top 11 most beloved talk show hosts all talked on top of each other for an hour? We're about to find out on the first ever edition of Strike Force 5. Let's meet the Strike Force, starting with the former host of The Late Show with Stephen Colbert from his headquarters in South Carolina, Stephen Colbert. Hello, Jimmy. It's an honor to be here. This is where we should all applaud each other. It is an honor to be with you here, Stephen. Next, from his home studio in Long Island, where he stays up late every night recording himself singing along with the Bee Gees karaoke, the former host of The Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon. Hello, Jimmy Fallon. Hey, thank you so much. Happy to be here. This is exciting. Uh, good, good morning. Mention to the listeners, for the purposes of this podcast, Jimmy will be known as Tammy from here on. And then Jimmy's <laughs> upstairs TV neighbor, Fans of this show know him as the cute one, the Nick Carter to our Backstreet Boys, unemployment's own Seth Meyers. Seth? It's just so exciting to be talking before 1237 at night. That's right. Strike Force 5, the new Spotify podcast that everyone was clamoring for, where we finally have these late night hosts that nobody watches and everyone despises getting together to put together a product that will be unlistenable. Carl, I can't help but feel this is like just a terrible SNL sketch. What are they thinking with this? Did what if we got all the late night shows together on a podcast? Did you see the promo for this by any chance? They put out a video promo, like 30 seconds long. Absolutely not. And it's so amateur hour. You can tell by the audio quality right there that it's amateur. These guys are just doing a Zoom call with each other, and they're calling it a podcast. Going back to 2020, baby. Yeah, for real. So you got Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, Seth Meyers, and John Oliver. Those five guys 
getting together. And what they said is they're going to podcast every day until the strike is over. Lucky us. So they're threatening us. Yeah, pretty much. So that should be a lot of fun. We don't respond kindly to threats around here, do we, Chris? Not normally. Not on my watch. That should be a lot of fun. And um, I am doing that with Chrissy. I think we're going to do it on my channel as well as her channel. And we also have Ryan Cannell joining us from RK Outpost. So we have a special guest on there with us as well. So that'll be great. Vinny, thecreepoff.com is where people can find The Creep Off, every episode we've ever done. Yep. You can also go on there to vote at who you thought brought the creepiest whatever the category was that week. And there's the links to all of our things, including our Patreon, yep. where you get an exclusive episode every single week. That's right, folks. Let me tell you what you got over the last couple of weeks here. You got Crystalia going to the Hall of Fame. Fantastic. You have Andy, you have Croge, you have Vinny doing an episode all about Cape Coral. Crap Coral, yes. No, 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 no. Creep Coral, we call it. Creep that. Coral. We yes. learned all about how Carl might as well have moved to Jurassic Park because every <laughs> fucking it's a lot of giant lizard is running around your town. <laughs> it's true. As well as a lot of awful people. And boy, do I got I got a great Cape Coral story coming up this Monday. Oh, yay. On the cre- Creep Off. A guy with crooked teeth robbed a liquor store. What's going, what are we going to find out? No, a guy tries to murder a crime baby. Okay, good, because I didn't think the surveillance camera saw me. <laughs> this was on the plane home. <laughs> so, yeah, and uh, Subreddit Surfing's coming back September That baby 11th. was the worst. And it wasn't even a baby. I know. It was so what frustrating. Was so Chris and I had a nightmare trying to get back from Cape Coral. Uh, and um, we're finally flying into Buffalo, which I didn't want to do, but whatever. And there was a child in front of me that was screaming bloody murder for the entire approach. So the last 35 minutes of the flight just the beginning of the flight and then the end of the flight, just screaming. And all the noise-canceling headphones in the world could not cancel the noise <laughs> of this baby. That's fucking horrific. Well, the worst part was the parents were, like, smiling to each other because they're used to this shit. <laughs> That's so funny. He just screams. It's so crazy. You know, it's like, I want to murder all three of you. Yes. And I might start with the parents. Yeah. Well, I would, I would bludgeon them with the child. <laughs> This, but, guy, this guy's strategic. I yeah. like that about producer Chris. <laughs> I'm a multitasker. <laughs> yes. I swear to God, I hope you kill the parents. The child gets away, becomes Batman, and hunts you down. <laughs> yeah. Well, how, how did I know it was him? I run into him. He's just like, I'm going to kill you, girl. <laughs> yeah, but he knows it's you. You're the joker you. to him. Yep. You're a fucking cackle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Anyway, this has been a lot of fun. Wait, were you in the middle of plugging something? I can't remember. Eh, I'm around. I'll be in Detroit with you guys. (laughs) That's right. We'll see everyone in Detroit. Please join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. It's time for a good old all Reddit Newsweek, just like the old days. So Tafit kicks it off by commenting on one of our latest bonus episodes. Less than two minutes in and John is screaming like a drunken lunatic and babbling incoherently because he doesn't understand what the word proof means. <laughs> I want to hold his dumb fat head under Minecraft water until the bubbles stop in Minecraft. XY the owns Jew posts. Random is coming for you, hamburger. Peek and Nikki, quote, I'm not even mad. 
Wiggling Wiener 99, quote, from the angry man, just a simple creature, quote, have a conversation, send an email, you tardo. Tafit is back with, he's hilarious on Real Ass Podcast, the same way that Stuttering John is hilarious on WATP because they're both delusional retards. Darkhawk007, Random's a try-hard edgelord who wants people to think he's insane. He's not funny or entertaining in the least and ruins every real-ass podcast he's a part of. There's a reason Zach refuses to be on with him. It's an instant skip for me anytime I see his name on there now. Only time he's provided an ounce of entertainment was indirectly when Shane bullied him for the entire episode. Baby Butters simply states, What a loser! Monkey pox me. By next week, he'll be crying like Johnny Cush. Equivalent crazy. This is so gay, it makes me want to fuck with this guy. Is this how that shit starts? KBPD. John will tell him the location for half that amount. Jojo Jones. 123 Fake Street. Joe 2500. Rochester. There. Do you need my Venmo account? Your new best friend. Stuttering John needs to know your real name to have a conversation. This guy needs to know your real location. Dr. Steve 103, more like random, am I right? Rodder 69, saddle up boys, looks like it's happening. Masters 102 opines, he looks just like Hannah. Dr. Ted Penis Astronaut retorts, Hannah has an amazing ass and big globular tits. You sure about that? And regarding Stut Joe's tweet referring to Carl Payne, his bet, Night Party 666 lays us out with divorced penniless, living in squalor, liver is a scrambled egg. I win again. He really is a winner. Liver and scrambled egg. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. <laughs> All right. I just want to address this Mark Random thing real quick. So apparently Mark Random went to the Legion of Skanks Facebook group and posted in there, if anyone knows my location, he'll pay them $400. So I have two thoughts about this. You guys tell me what you think. One is no one's stupid enough to be on the internet asking for someone's location in order to SWAT them because we'd figure out who SWATed us pretty easily based on the fact that someone was asking for my location. The other is Mark Grandin might be stupid enough to ask for my location and have me SWATed. What do you guys think? Well, logic would dictate he's fucking around. Right. Logic would. Logic would. I don't know. I think you got a 50-50 shot at this okay. one, Hamburger. What do you think, Producer Chris? Uh, we talked about yesterday at lunch. I think it's um, it's like a poser kind of threat. Yeah, yeah. Should we should we do that thing where we pretend we get swatted right now? Oh yeah. <laughs> should we everyone, just start knocking everything that. over? Everyone has a lot of respect for people who hey, do that. Hey, did you guys hear that from those chairs? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happening? So, I'll check it out. I've always wanted to do that, you guys. Let's do it. Let's do it right now. Okay, yeah. I'll okay. cut all this out. Okay. Okay. Cool. Right. Sounds good. So I don't know what his deal is. He definitely is a nut job, Mark Random. So it's hard to tell. If it was a normal person, obviously I would know that was a joke, but it's a weird thing to say if anyone has Carl's location. You know what else is a weird thing to say? What's that? Calling the guy looking for your location and not chopping a weirdo is maybe not the best move either. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I, don't, I don't make every right move, all right? I'll be honest. <laughs> Whatever. All right, Richard Lucas calling into the show. Hey, Carl. Uh, it's Wednesday. It's Richard Lucas. Hey, check out uh, – you have to check out Tukey. Uh Live Snake Streaming Shad and uh, and uh, Steel Toe. It's so goddamn funny. It's only for an hour or so, but it's on YouTube. I, I, I'm losing it. It's so funny. Uh, it's perfect for 
of UCP is it's just ripping the shit out of them. All right, we're advertising Tukey enough over here, sir. That's Can I just say, though, fine. when Tukey calls Chad a lesbian, I laugh till my stomach hurts. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Tukey is great. All right. Thick accent guy called a few times. It's me again. Sorry, I forgot to leave my name. Thick from Belfast. Anyway, I was thinking again about this. This happened. All this, all these losses. Steel code debacle. This. Uh, John even got five dollars for a drink for Christ's sake. This didn't happen before you started fucking around with that Johnny Cush guy. Maybe, maybe he's right. Maybe you know. Maybe he's put the voodoo on you. He's out there in the desert. Art Bell was in the desert. What happened to him? So don't don't fuck around with him anymore. I'm just. I, I think it's bad juju. That's all. Maybe maybe he's right. You know. All these ales here. The Buffalo Bills podcast. Come on, Carl. I caught some of that. I think that general's from Belfast. Um, yes, sir. I agree. Yes, right. Don't fuck with Johnny Cush. That's right. That's right. That's the reason why all this stuff who, who is, is happening that again? to us. <laughs> all right. He called back one more time. I think this is a good point. It's me again. Like, sorry about that last one. It might have sounded like I'm supporting that cockless gob shake in Nevada. It's far from the truth. It's just, I think he's a real psycho. I, you know, I'd ease up. Or maybe you know, some other subtle way of fucking him. So look, that's what I'll that's what I'll call. Sorry, Tukey World Order. Don't call me back. Go fuck yourself. Tukey World Order. Wow, it's international. Carl. Tukey World Order. Yes, the man makes a point. Okay, because Johnny Cush very clearly has no one listening to whatever the fuck it is he's doing. Correct. But he is on air, very earnestly claiming that he has all these people listening to him. Sure. Claiming all sorts of he's things. He's delusional, yeah. People are telling him they're, he, he's getting locked up and he's getting out. He might, well, yeah, this might be a problem there. How many so, crazy people do we have after us? I know. What the fuck? So well, I can't fuck with Mark Random. I can't fuck with Johnny Cush. What am I supposed to do around here? Rules, Just rules, beat rules. Beat up on Centering John the rest of my life? Fine. I, I keep, when I picture Johnny Cush, you know who I picture in my head? Who? Did you, you ever see the movie Pump Up the Volume with Christian Slater? Yeah. I don't, can't remember it now. It's the one where he has like the pirate radio station right. in his van, and he's just thinking the whole world is listening to him. But like the thing's broadcasting two fucking blocks, yeah. And he's like the coolest guy in the world because everybody's listening to what he has to say. That's all I picture his old beat up. Christian what year Slater. is that movie from? Because I feel like, like that eighty eight. That's yeah. hilarious because that predicted what happened to thousands of podcasts yes. in the near future. I just picture like a fucking. Sloppy, fat fucking guy who yeah. looks kind of like Christian Slater. Really thinking he's got it made, man. That's hilarious. I have a voice. All right. A guy decided to watch our Karen Feehan segment, which, by the way, is up on YouTube now. I posted it this morning if you want to watch Karen Feehan and her guest and how they hate each other. It's a little bit interesting. <laughs> oh, sorry for the bad audio quality. But... Uh, at like 30, 36, 50 or something in the Only PNs episode, uh, you, you mentioned how like that she doesn't like this guy, you know, and I, you tried to describe how she was sitting, so I figured uh, I'd go on Patreon, you know, watch it. Yeah. Um, and just see like well, how she was sitting. And then I saw what Brennan fucking looks like. He looks like a cabbage patch kid or something. <laughs> Holy shit, it makes him like 100 times more unlikable. I yep. feel like, <laughs> guy, I don't know, he's kind of. Yeah, I forgot to mention that he was a fat, sloppy mess. Yeah, if Andy Richter was a cabbage patch kid. Right. <laughs> Someone's slipping. 
I probably should have said that for sure. So I honestly hate to admit this, but you might have finally found a show that interests me. For some reason, the fee hen thing is interesting. I will be tiptoeing into that a bit. Guys, check on me in a week or two. Make sure I don't fall off a cliff. Thank you. Oh, fuck you. Don't ever call me. I'm not sure what we said about that show would make someone want to listen to it on purpose, but I'm just glad. Different people hear different shows, Carl. Sure. <laughs> um, two people stare at the same screen, see two different things. Yes, yep. they do. That's very true. Okay. Keith in Montana calling in. Hey, Carl. Keith in Montana. Uh, thinking about this whole uh, Johnny Cush thing, I didn't really want to weigh in because it really wasn't that big of a deal. It was, it, it's a great bit. I think it's funny, but um, I, I was kind of thinking about it, you know, kind of how he's handling it like he's a child, you know, and just you know, act like he won, even though he did nothing. Um, and part of it makes me realize it's like, well, he kind of has that stoner persona. He's got a podcast about this lifestyle. He reads, he's got a pseudonym of Kush. So it's one of those things is like, you know, the people who do that are kind of morons, you know, that just, <laughs> well, I, I mean, that's nothing against anybody who wants to smoke pot, but it's, but when you, when that's your personality, you're kind of dumb. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> don't call me that. All right. That's a good point. I can argue with you on that point at all. All right. Gary in San Diego. Hey, Carl, Gary in San Diego. Well, the rumor has it that John has been lobbying real hard to become an instructor at uh, Jay Leno's comedy fantasy camp, which oh. I think is taking place in mid-October. I, yeah, I've seen this. So him and Adam Kroll are yeah. joining up for a comedy camp, and uh, I think Sonny John thinks he should be a part of that. He's lobbying Goodbye. to uh, become an instructor for the section on crowd talk, how to teach the anatomy <laughs> of a joke, and how to wind up a comedy set with a real belly slapper. Uh, and he's going to go through the anatomy of how he uh, came up with the calls. joke. His uh, best joke of all time. Anyways, that's the rumor. He thinks he can make a lot of network contacts if he could become an instructor for the uh, fledgling comic that would be taking the camp. Okay. Uh, anyway, I'll let you know if I hear any more about this. Please I've do. got my uh, ears to the ground trying to pick up information on this. If I get any more, I'll let you and your group of uh, yes, your group of people know. Okay, give <laughs> hey, me a buzz. I was going to get insulted for a second there. I wasn't I'm sure. a people. bag scare. <laughs> I wasn't sure what he was going to say. All right. Here's an interesting uh, call. Oh, I'm sorry. I've called so many times the past couple of days. I'm going to take a break here in a second. But uh, one last thing. Uh, some of that stupid jersey, you guys should, uh, you know what you should do? You should, you should have to have like a, like a drink off with Stuttering John at uh, the pub down in um, uh, Florida. Okay. And uh, if you can beat Stuttering John in a, in a booze off, then, then he has to give your $100 back. But if he wins, he gets to keep the 100 You want me to start training? I, I, think, that's, I think that's better than, than wearing, a, wearing a shirt with numbers and name on it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, we went from Gary in the air wearing a shirt. What is this coming? 
<laughs> what? Carl, you would lose a booze off so hard. To John? Yes. Do you see how drunk he gets after two white beers? You will never beat Stuttering John again. I'm not he a Klonopin. winner, sir. I am not on a Klonopin, so I don't, I don't know. Carl, obviously Johnny Cush is a super fan of WATP. Yes. Just get him a co-host. That's it. That's all he wants. He wants to be part of the show. All right, if you have to suck your dick to get on, let him do it. What is the big deal? What is the big deal? I mean, your pussy's already stretched out from all these other podcasts you're doing now. (gasps) Why would you do Who Are These Broadcasters as your fourth? You're already doing Who Are These High Schools within WATP. (laughs) You know, Who Are These High Schools? You can't sit at the cool table with Chad. Nope. Starting John's trying to fuck your chick. Karen Brennan won't go to the prom with you. You know, (laughs) Who Are These High Schools? All right. That's pretty good. Someone is, is listening to the show on a whole other level. That's uh, very impressive. You're picking up what we're putting down over here. Oh, so speaking of John being an instructor at a comedy school, when he was explaining what a tag was, one of the greatest things ever. I fucking hate the concept of a comedy school. Right. Explain and honestly, it. here's my thoughts on that. You get what you pay for. <laughs> yes. Hire him, Jay. Yeah, I know. that You really should. Someone in the Discord over here is saying they would only do that if they hired Patty Seacups to be an instructor. <laughs> Snaggly says that. that I would <laughs> I would like to hear Patty Seacups explain how comedy works and how to write a joke. That would be interesting. But this is uh, John talking about the, the tag, and uh, this person's commenting on that. Carl, listen to the latest episode. Uh, John is trying to describe a fucking what a tag is, and obviously he can't. But when he brings up his example, I can't believe he didn't catch this. Uh, the one joke he says is making fun of Gwyneth Paltrow's kid's name. Like, I thought kids were off limits. Like, once again, hold up the shirt. Hypocrisy police. Stupid fuck. I hate him so much. Yeah, you shouldn't Don't make fun of back. Shouldn't make fun of kids. Kids are off limits. Unless their name is silly. (laughs) (laughs) Unless they got a goofy name. Oh, that's right. He was on uh, I Love the 80s making fun of uh, Zappa's kids' names. Was he really? Yeah, and no one's ever done that before. Oh, yeah. Frank didn't think that was going to (laughs) happen. Not with names like Dweezil and Abbott. Moon Unit. (laughs) Wow. Wacky. Got got it one. You got him with that one. All right. Oh, this is actually uh, pretty good for all you foreigner fans out there. Checking and see, living my life with a deformity. <laughs> That's pretty good. So, oh shit, I meant to, uh, I meant to announce on the show tonight. I forgot the Carl song parody contest. That's a pretty good submission. Send your entries to the creep off pod at gmail. <laughs> no, no, send them to me. I'm going to play them all. But um, all right, yeah, next show I'll announce it up front. Up I think top. you just did. Oh, I did, but we're pretty late in the show at this point, so I need to do it. In the beginning of the you, show. You, you, you know that everybody who tuned at the beginning is still here. That's true. Everyone listens to every second of the show. You're There's this late in the show. No drop off. Why are you taking my airplane? At all. Oh, thought it was your. Ben Wobble. Hey, Carl. Gary in San Diego. <laughs> well, I'm sure you've heard of a sore loser. Well, John is a sore winner. You notice that? Uh, ever since he won that $100 OJ bet from you. He's been lording it over you for the last three podcasts. He's relentlessly beating you as much as he can. It's as if he won the Congressional Medal of Honor and a million dollars all rolled into one. He's acting like it's the biggest thing in the world. He is insufferable and, and even more obnoxious than he's ever been. 
Anyway, sorry you paid him off. It certainly wasn't an interview. Yelling at OJ questions that are written on paper by Fred is not an interview when OJ doesn't even acknowledge that the it's questions asked by by uh, stuttering John. He just ignores them and jumps into that uh, limo. Anyway, that's it uh, here. Anyway, rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> that's a new catchphrase. Rock and roll, Gary. All right. Yeah, that was not an interview, but whatever. He asked him the question. That was the bet. You know, just he won. Listen, he won the bet. Just listening to Gary talk makes me think that he was hit really hard with Jimmy Buffett's passing. <laughs> You think so? It's a little pretty bit. rough. I'm not trying to judge my voice. No, I understand. All right, one more uh, voicemail. I think this is Manny Muskets, if I'm not mistaken. Let's. I don't give a fuck. All right, fuck everybody. Let me tell you something. I am more offensive than the Legion of Skanks podcast. But no offense to the Legion of Skanks podcast. Call me back. I think that was in response to the Tower Gang that uh, bills themselves as the most offensive podcast. Wow, I got a lot of interaction with those guys on Twitter after that happened. Oh, do they like you? No. Do they like your review? No, you know what? Honestly, I think those guys kind of took it well, except for Mark Random. I think the other guys were like, yeah, he's right. That's what I saw mostly, yeah. especially Top Lobster. He seemed cool with it. Yeah, and the other guys are probably like, let's see how Mark takes this. <laughs> right. <laughs> Actually, I, you know what? I should tune into their show and see what their response is. I'm sure they're going to address it on there. So you should probably check that out. That's it, guys. We've done it all today. And remember, tune in 9 p.m. tonight. And if you're listening to this after Saturday, it'll still be up on our uh, YouTube channel where Chrissy Mayer and I will be reviewing this new piece of shit podcast <laughs> from the Late Night House. That everyone has been talking about, and we've never gotten more suggestions for one show than we did for this show. So, looking forward to that. Are you calling your shot, or have you already watched? I have not watched. So you're it yet. you're watching it live. Oh no, I'm going to probably listen to it. Ahead of time. Okay, pull some clips. Yeah. yeah, I saw the promo. I wasn't sure if it was out yet or not. So it is. Yeah, the okay. first episode's out. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. A plane has hit. I rewatch it, Carly. Boom. <laughs> His mom. Boom. Boom. You played a drop of theirs on the show. Yeah, I remember. And Chrissy thought that was her. She goes, was that me that was making those siren noises? I'm like, no, no, no. It's from, I, I rewatch I Carly and I sent her the, the drop. Bye, Brennan. Okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's it. over. <laughs> that was a great episode. That was really great. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Jesus, I gotta go. This is getting stupid. Bye, guys.